Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another 42 Level 1. This is episode 321. 321. 321. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy, and here with me as always is Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andy Arcot, here as always. Except when we're not. Um, yeah, talking about numbers, the funny thing is, right, Lexi's picking up and wee things, you know, you've, you've got a daughter as well, and you know what it's like, and uh, she's like, what colour is this? L. And I'm like, yes, yellow, because Lexi's not speaking fully yet. Mm. And then she does counting, and she's like, one, two, three, but she rushes it to six. Six is her favourite number. Like, it gets to four, and she goes, six, 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 and I'm like, no, one, two, and she the gets The number of the beast. <laughs> yeah, but she, she gets really, that's good one. But she, <laughs> she gets really, really annoyed, like, if I don't get to six fast enough. Like, so she mm. just goes, she just wants to go to six straight away. Six! And I'm like, no, 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 it's one, two. And she goes, six. And she looks at me like really annoyed, like, no. I'm like, okay, so all the numbers are just six now, which is fine. So it'll be funny if that turns out, like, later on, like, you know how when they're young, it's like, what's your favourite colour? What's your favourite number? I'd laugh as she says six. <laughs> yeah, but you're first. If she doesn't say 42, then I'm leaving her in the woods. <laughs> six is a different number for, like, your favourite number. Like, most Isn't people, it? Like, most people have seven. Like, seven is, like, everyone's yeah. favourite number. Five was mine when I was younger, though. I always yeah. thought, well, you've got five fingers, five toes, you know, it makes sense. Hmm. So, five was my number. And then, obviously, 42 just became 42. For, you see it everywhere, though. It's really annoying. Like, yeah. every single place. <laughs> like, um, lady at my work, uh, lady at work, one of my friends at work, Teresa, she, um, she is, she's an old lady, but she won the Irish lottery recently. Not, hmm. like, a retirement enough, but she won quite a bit. 20 grand. And then, like, um, <laughs> She said that she put on the numbers and 42 came up for her. And I said, that's nice. funny because 42 is my number. So obviously that week at work, um, somebody went down to the bookies because you have to play the Irish lottery here through the bookies instead of like the national lottery mm-hmm. at normal shops. So I put mine on and it was like 1, uh, 10 and 42. One for obviously Lexi was born in January. 10 was her birthday and me and Tasha mm-hmm. get married on the 10th of the 10th. And 42, do you know the only number that came up was 42? 42. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nice. It's nuts. It's actually nuts. But anyway, yes, that's enough n- numbers. I've been watching Sesame Street for most of the day. <laughs> Let's move on with the show. And look about all we've been watching with big screen, wee screen. And yeah, like I, I've just ruined that bit for me. So yeah, this is what we talk about. All the TV and movies. What dick. All the TV and movies have been watching. I'm going to jump in first because Andy went last week. So I rewatched John Wick 2. 
because Tasha's never seen John Wick 2 and obviously the adverts for John Wick 3 are out and she's like, oh, John Wick 2 is on Amazon. Will we just watch that? And I goes, you don't need to wait for it to come up on Amazon. Do you remember we've got Showbox? And she's like, oh, yeah, I keep mm. forgetting. And I goes, we've only had it for the past four or five years. But <laughs> if it's not on Amazon or Netflix, Tasha doesn't know. So we watched John Wick 2. Absolutely love it. Like, as much as I still prefer the first movie, the second one deepens the world and just tells you a lot more of the story and kind of background of the hotel, like the sort of world he lives in and how many assassins are generally out there and obviously Eden McShane's just tremendous. Tits and dragons. It's all about tits and dragons. That's what you said about Game of Thrones. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves is just phenomenal, man. I actually think his character in this, well, I don't know if it's better because Neil was like, put it this way, Neil was only good in one film, really. Like, the mm-hmm. other two films sucked. So yep. this, and apparently from what I hear of the third one, like, one of the guys I watch on YouTube is called Chris Stuckman, and he says that this trilogy, uh, compared to the Matrix trilogy, blows it out of the water because each mm-hmm. film's been stand-up. And the film made so much in its opening weekend, they confirmed John Wick 4 already. Nice. They, they just sent out a text to all the people that had signed up for text alerts saying, like, you've you've been watched, you've been something, you've been summoned and ready for John Wick for May, May 2021. It's like, that's a cool marketing way to do it. Um, they're also doing, like, I read the comic of John Wick this week, which is pretty cool. It's kind of like a prequel one. Mm. Um, and they, uh, I read it on that read comics dot tour, you know, the site that I've shared yeah. with you before. Um so, like, I read that, and they're doing the Continental, which I told you about, Andy, and the interesting thing is that Keanu Reeves has said he's interested, but then I'm like, you think of Keanu Reeves, he is a big megastar, but he's not like all the others. Like, he still rides the subway and, like, donates a lot of his money to charities and stuff, and, like, he's just a humble guy, so why wouldn't he do the TV show that's based in the... Um, I I still reckon it'll be, like, a, either shows up at the end to help out or shows in the first episode, just in the background, because I don't think... Keanu Reeves will do the whole TV show um, I think it'll be a bit of a new assassin and it would be cooler because then we can get to see other bits of the world rather than just John Wick's side of it even though John Wick's the baddest man in the planet, never mind Brock Lesnar um, so yeah we watched John Wick 2 absolutely phenomenal film, if you haven't seen them yet go and see them, tell you every weekend they go and watch John Wick um, I watched um, Fighting With My Family which is a weird film it's based on it's Paige from WWE you know? yeah yeah, but the weird thing is, right, The Rock produced it, and it was written by Steve Merchant, Ricky Gervais' tall pal of all people, mm-hmm. and Vince Vaughn's in it, and Nick Frost's in it. It's got the weirdest collection of, like, almost A-list comedian Vince Vaughn, would you say? Like, he's up there with Will Ferrell and stuff like that. Well, comedy actor, if well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was at one point, you know what I mean? And then you've got The Rock's in it, and Steve Merchant's in it. <laughs> And then Nick Frost in it, who's Simon Pegg's pal, so it's a weird mix-up. But basically, this is the true life story of uh, Paige and how she got to WWE. Um, really good, interesting story. Um, Game the Joffrey's mum's in it as well. You know, the woman from Game of Thrones? Joffrey's mum. Uh, yes, Cersei. She is Paige's mum in this film. Okay. Married to Nick Frost, yeah. So, like, she's actually from a wrestling family that do, like, pubs and Blackpool, you know, and, like, mm. uh, holiday camps and stuff, and she made it and her brother didn't. And um, what happened was The Rock was in London filming The Fast and the Furious. I don't know if it was seven, probably, maybe, I think. And uh, he watched the the documentary, the, the British documentary about wrestling that, that had her family in it, and he phoned up Paige and said, I will, he said two things, I want to make a documentary into a movie and you've also made it onto Raw and Smackdown main roster so there's a part in the film where The Rock 
tells her that she's on Raw and SmackDown and it's all true to life. The actress that plays her is really quite good at it. Um, there's a few characters that it's like, oh, who you meant to be, who you meant to be. And Vince Vaughn's really good as kind of a blend of all the trainers' background. Uh, backstage, you know, because I've watched quite a bit of wrestling, I've seen a few of them and like behind the scenes stuff, and he's quite a good mix of them all. He's really believable. He doesn't come across as comedic at all. So um, I might try that film with him in prison next for next week. I've been interested, and I'm like, how's Vince Vaughn going to be in that? I only know him from like comedies, but no, he was really good in a serious role in this one. Um, it's it, there's not much to say. Page made it to the WWE. Spoiler alert! But that's basically where it ends and. It's quite a nice story. It's weird seeing like The Rock and people like that in a movie where it's so location-based, like in just like a normal kind of town, like basically air, but like, I don't know where it is. It's down in England that she's from. Is it Norwich or somewhere like that? And it's just funny to see them going from like the local wrestling to like her going to NXT training and the total changes. And like, it goes to how Paige tried to fit in and dyed her hair blonde, like most WWE wrestlers that are women they end up being like they were used to be models or stuff like that and Paige obviously is like pale white and is gothic and wears the leather and she eventually realised that being herself was what gets you over a um, couple of funny moments with The Rock in the movie as well um, but yeah overall a decent watch uh, really good film not much more to say about that Nick Frost was hilarious in it Especially when Steve Merchant was like his son's girlfriend's parents, and like he's like well to do, and Paige's dad tells him how he was in jail for eight years, and like what for, and he's like ah not much, you know, a bit of armed robbery, mostly violence, you know, <laughs> it's all true to life, and like his mum was like yeah I was homeless, and then I met him, and I was in drugs, and then we decided that wrestling was what took us away from it, and he's like some people turn to the good book, and this is all true, like nothing in this, st- some of it's the, the circumstances are changed slightly you know, to make the movie make sense. But everything that happens in this film actually happened in real life. Like, mm. Paige went for the tryout with her brother and all these other wrestlers. And, like, Vince Vaughn says, everybody that, everybody's name that I call, step forward, you're, you're coming with me to Florida. Everyone else hasn't made it. And he goes, okay, so first off, Paige. And then he stops and goes, the rest of you, sorry, you've not made it. So Paige beat, like, every other guy in the class and stuff like that. Um, sad thing is she's not wrestling anymore because she's actually severely injured herself. But it's kind of a weird one that The Rock's picked up. Really good film, and the fact it's written by she, Steve Mitchell. Because she did porn. She didn't. She had a sex tape, <laughs> which is very, is very different, very different. Um, but the thing is that uh, there was a sex tape. There's, there's a guy that he wrote the rock refers to Vince Vaughn's character's sex tape, and I'm like, ooh, and Taj's like, why are you doing that? I goes, remember she had her sex tape leak, and she's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, shit. <laughs> and he, she, he goes, I call him sex tape because he makes people famous. Um, <laughs> but like. Uh, the weird thing is that I picked up and who did the music before like it popped up like there's this sort of guitar and you know I'm not very musical Andy but mm. you know my two bands that I like are Blood and Jamiroquai mm. right? so I had this guitar riff going and I'm like yeah 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 this sounds definitely like Blur and it comes up mm. saying music uh, music arrangement by Graham Coxon who's obviously nice. a guitarist for Blur and I'm like this yeah. is awesome They've got the the guitars for Blur doing the sound. The movie's produced by The Rock. It's been written by Steve Merchant. You've got actors like Nick Frost and Vince Vaughn in it. What the hell? And somehow it works. Like, honestly, I could, if, if you're looking for an easy-watching film that's only like an hour and a half, stick this yeah. on. You might enjoy it. It's not fully focused on the wrestling. You know, it's about hard moving to America. There's no big surprises in the movie because it's a real-life story. But, yeah, really enjoyed it. Um and lastly, I watched um, a movie, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> okay. So I'm not as big into Pokemon as Fraser, but I was hoping to get to see this at the cinema, but I did not. 
Um, so I have ordered it in 4K because I think it's going to look nicer in 4K. Um, but I'm not like crazy. I like Pokemon enough. I play Pokemon Go still now and then. Um, I finished some of the games and I'm definitely going to get Sword and Shield. But Fraser said he liked it. I, I absolutely loved it. Like I thought it was great. Um, the Pokemon obviously with the standout in it because obviously as we know they're made by the guy that done the the realistic Pokemon, the Pokemon yeah. which was a genius move by Nintendo or whoever made the movie to hire that guy. Um, so the story's it's based kind of in the game. Well, no, it's based obviously Detective Pikachu, the game, but the story's almost kind of at that. Um, basically, the boy goes back to Rhyme City because his dad's been there since he was wee and his dad's been found dead or his body was missing or something like that. And um Pikachu, there's a Pikachu in his dad's office who can talk. Now, I don't want to give any spoilers because this film's literally just came out, but it's pretty paint by the numbers, but then you realise this is a kid's film at the end of the day. Um, I would have preferred to see it more about trainers, you know, like po- people who catch the Pokemon and Pokeballs, but the way they done this film wasn't as if it was a different universe. This was set in a city that was specifically set up so that people had partner Pokemon, because mm-hmm. at the start of the movie, the guy, um, is it Tim? Tim Goodman, his name is? He yeah. tries to catch a Cubone with a Pokeball and stuff like that in the field, and the Pokemon jumps out and does a move on him and stuff, and he decides to give up Pokemon training, it turns out, later on in the film. But it definitely goes on, like, but just in this city that he's in, it just turns turns out that that's where you know, like Ash and Pikachu. Like, I know Pikachu doesn't live in a Pokeball stuff like that. This whole mm. city's like that, so like they've got like Machamp's guiding the traffic and stuff. So it's 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 designed so that it could lead into a bigger world. And there's kind of some Easter eggs and stuff at the end that kind of hints it might go that way if he decides to get into Pokemon training again. Um, and there's underground Pokemon battles because obviously they've been outlawed in this city. Like, there's no gyms or anything like that allowed. But there's like underground fight clubs where, like, you've seen in the trailer, Pikachu fights Charizard at one point in the movie. And obviously, this isn't Ash Ketchum's Pikachu. And for everyone going, oh, no, no, there's more than Ash Ketchum's Pikachu, even in the Pokemon anime. Like, there's loads of them. So, this is just another city. Ash Ketchum was 20 years ago. They even make a reference. Um, spoilers, but he's in the trailer of Mewtwo's in this movie, and they say that the last time Mewtwo was unleashed was 20 years ago in Kanto, which is awesome because 20 years ago in Kanto, that's when Pokemon Red and Blue came out, and 20 years ago, Ash Ketchum met up with Mewtwo, as you know, in the game. Hmm. Um, so there's enough there that they could go on and do something else, but clearly they've they've made it clear that this is set well after Ash Ketchum, if this is canon to the... I don't care if it's canon or not. It was a damn good film, and I really hope for more. The Pokemon were the standouts. Ryan Reynolds is fucking hilarious as Detective Pikachu, like, as Ryan Reynolds is, just... Uh, the, apparently the way they sold it to him was they recorded... They'd done the CGI Pikachu, and they uh, added in Deadpool lines to Pikachu to show Ryan Reynolds what it would sound like mm-hmm. and that sold it to him but with the lip sync and stuff like that and I want to see that on this 4K that obviously it'll be difficult depending on what lines they use but like I think that's hilarious no but it was just cool for me seeing all the other Pokemon I don't think the acting from the actual actors was the strongest the main guy was alright but the kind of girl the love interest who works for the news team she's almost like tongue in cheek like wacky crazy campy almost and I know it's a kids film but They've got a reference to Home Alone in it. Sorry, small spoiler. Um, he walks in his dad's apartment and not many folk might catch it, but he thinks someone's there and it's the TV that's on. And it's like, I saw you smooching with my brother. It's the, You know that movie that was made for Home Alone? Angels with Dirty Faces that oh, yeah, Kevin yeah. puts on? That's yeah. on and it's hilarious because he thinks that. And then five minutes later, it makes a cocaine joke. 
<laughs> like because he comes outside and he's asking everyone, can you hear him? Can you hear him speak? Or is it just me? And she's like, of course I can hear him. Pika Pika, because he's the only one that can understand what he's actually saying. Yeah. And he goes, oh, it must have been the stuff I put up my nose. And the, the two look at him and kind of walk away fast. He's like, no, no, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. So there's a cocaine joke in this film. Mm-hmm. Because like earlier on, there's this gas that makes the Pokemon go crazy. And he accidentally breaks a vial of it. And it chokes him up and he throws it out the window. And it makes the monkeys that are outside go crazy. But because he says it's, oh, it must have been that stuff I put up my nose earlier on. They look at him and kind of edge away from him. Like, why have a cocaine joke in the middle of a kid's film? I don't get it. But whatever. The film was quite funny. Didn't outstay its welcome. And the Pokemon looked awesome. I would love to see more. And I would love to see the next one be like more of a trainer. It doesn't even have to be Ash Ketchum. I mean, everyone's saying they wanted it to be Ash Ketchum. You've seen him. You've seen what Ash Ketchum does. He catches the worst possible Pokemon and never wins the Pokemon battles. <laughs> you, I've watched the show. Like, I haven't watched it recently, but I've seen him at least go to the Orange Islands when they get Togepi when I was younger. And he, he chooses the worst Pokemon. Do you know what I mean? Like, just the worst. So, yeah, anyway, I, I, I really like I really like the coolness of the Pokemon is obviously what I want to see um, in 4K because the... Co- Sorry. Yeah, I watched a copy. Who cares? We don't get sued here. So, like, um, I watched a copy of it online and it was watchable and the sound was fine, but it, the colours were dulled and stuff, obviously. And it just... I, I need to see this in 4K, so I've pre-ordered the Steelbook. So they, they're getting their money out of me that way, do you know what I mean? It's just, I would have went to the cinema, and I was planning to this week, but then Fraser mentioned me saying that he'd already went and seen it, and I'm like, Tasha's like, who, would you not phone Andy to go? I goes, well, Andy's hard to get to go to something he would actually want to go and see at the cinema. <laughs> Trying to get him to come with me to see Detective Pikachu with his new job is almost going to be impossible. So, um, no, I ended up just watching it, sadly, on the on the interweb browser on yeah, the Yeah, I, I, I would have definitely said no to that. So yeah. Not, yeah, I mean, like, I would watch like someone definitely in the house. Yeah. Fine. But well, I, that's I, what I have said. no interest in going to see this enough, like, at all. Oh, shit. No, I mean, that's what I said. I mean, you like Pokemon enough. I probably like it more, but Fraser's absolutely crazy mm. on it. Do you know what I mean? Like, he still watches the anime. He's up to date with the movies. Um, I tried to watch some of the movies, remember, not that long ago. Yeah. And I picked up Pokemon Ultra, but it's just not for me. Like, I can't get into it anymore. I, I don't mind the games, but this this was something else. I just really, really... But I definitely, I'll be getting in 4K because I think it's one that's going to shine there. But apart from that, I didn't go back to watch Fear the Walking Dead. As I said, my issues with it still stand. I do want to finish Season 4, going into Season 5, though. But um, after, like, binging it for so long and then the sudden tone shift, I think I need a wee step away from it just now so i haven't really watched anything else at all apart from like youtube videos like rgt85 as always kind of come away from um beat-em-ups like i'm watching more spawn wave and rgt85 i love those two just the reviews of stuff coming out like mm. um they're really good castle castlevania review was this week because the castlevania collection came out but anyway andy what have you been watching this week uh, i watched the finale of game of thrones which was yeah was okay. <laughs> um, definitely a mixed bag. It's yeah. almost as if they went to George R. R. I'm going to sit in the throne. Fine. You cut out for a second there. I don't know. I don't know what you said. It's almost Something as if they went to George. R. R. Hmm. It's almost as if they went to him and said, "George, who you got sitting in the throne at the end?" And he told them. And he went to continue, and they went, no, 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 that's all we need to know. We'll just fill in the blanks ourselves. 
kind of. Obviously, yeah. there's, there's two books for this season, and this season only had eight episodes, including one giant battle. So it's like they've missed a lot of the story, like that's going to go on in the book. No, I think it was only six episodes. Jesus. Sure so they six. they done two full books and six, yeah, six episodes, episodes basically. Yep. to cover two books so that's three episodes a book and you're telling me there's not chunks and chunks of story that would make the ending a lot more that would make it a lot more sensical more more so, sense. Do, so do you know what the, do you know what the ending was like of course i do i told you last week i told tasha last week as well what would, what was going to happen and it was basically word for word what happened john was going to take the black uh sorry spoilers um bran was going to basically be in charge uh daenerys was going to get stabbed and aria uh, sansa was going to be in charge of winterfell yeah, that's pretty much what happened. It was very strange, um, and I, like I've read a couple of things about it, like online since then, and like the only theory that I like about it is that is the one where um, somebody's come up with a theory that Bran's a bad guy, and like I really like that as a theory. Like, yeah, the guy that's he's... the tree, the guy that was the tree sort mm. of Hobbit thing, is apparently a Targaryen or whatever you call them. A Targaryen, yeah. And he's put his consciousness or somebody's consciousness inside Bran and blah, blah, blah. But apparently that will all get filled out in the books. If anything, I think it's a genius move to sell the books to get the full story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably is, yeah. Because it makes me more interested in like reading the book to find out like how the fuck this actually happened. Why it's justified. Than, like, <laughs> yeah, the way that they kind of did it in the show. Because like, it didn't make any sense in the show. Like, what the fuck? Like, why would you rush it? It's not as if you get told, Oh, by the way, guys, this has to be the last season of Game of Thrones. They weren't told that. It's not like, it's not like, Oh, the viewership's dropping, right? This needs to be the no, last season. 19 it's million fucking... watched that last episode. <laughs> it's like the most watched TV show, like, in a, a long time. Like, so in, I really don't understand this show, so. why it's. <laughs> Although somebody said that um, the woman that plays Joffrey's mum get paid basically six million to stand on a, a window ledge for ten minutes and mm. not do anything else, but like um, a lot of it, I think will make sense reading the books. And see to me, that just says to me, huh, I'm kind of glad I'm reading kind of the books as well, and I haven't watched any further than season two because it sounds mm. to me as if all those episodes where it was just filler, 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 and the, the this season they've just rushed it all and they've cut out the most important parts, the talking parts, like you said. And it's like mm-hmm. they've just rushed all through to the to make it almost wham bam, but they've missed the point. They should have I read somebody saying they should have had double the amount of episodes and that would yep. have still not been enough. Probably not, no. Like I, like although, although you said there was a lot of filler, like I like the filler, like quote unquote filler, because like that's all the intrigue and the political that's, shit. That's, and what, like, I'm, that's what I was that's saying. That's, that's great about Game of Thrones. That's like that. what apparently was missing from this season. Yeah, definitely. There was only like maybe a few minutes of it here or there, like which is not like what the other seasons have been like at all. That, like last season was maybe a bit more like this, but like, like the older seasons, there was a lot of talking and a lot of like character development and a lot of intrigue and backstabbing and all that sort of shit. Like, and that that's what made the show great. And like then you had it punctuated with like these battles that happened now and again. It made the battles more special. But then mm. you have just like these like two essentially giant fucking battles in in this season, and then just kind of. Yeah, we're gonna fight now. Okay, the fight's done. Okay, right now we're gonna deal with the fallout of the fight. Right, okay, and that's it. Done. <laughs> and I think I, I think I don't like the way that they ended up and like who ended up on or because the throne got destroyed. So yeah, the like dragon destroyed it. Yeah. Who ended up as the king at all? Like the, unless, yeah, unless everyone, why wasn't it Jon Snow? Why did he not just take it after everything he went through? And then, but everyone said it could also be them setting up the biggest sequel of all time. You know, yeah, and and do you know what? Like, if they're setting up for like a sequel of some kind, 
then that's fair. And like, if this wasn't the final season, then I would have said this is totally fine because then you would have the, the next the season where season shit was happening. Yeah. sequel yet. They've announced exactly. a prequel, which is like hundreds of years before Game of Thrones happened. But they could end up doing a sequel as well, or a sequel movie, because there's always been talk about a movie of it. Yeah, and that's why I thought. Because like... of the actors at this stage, it would make mm. more sense making a movie to get yep. some money out of it, you know? Because you could do a movie to kind of cap it all off and like and ha- and have these Show like, last final stories. Yeah, exactly, and like have these last final stories like actually pan out, like have have Bran be the bad guy. Like he's a terrible king, blah blah blah, or he's a great king for like a year, and then after that, like he fucks off, and he's just because he oh, like Terry. Terry says in the episode that Bran has the best story, like out of everybody, and I'm like, no, he fucking doesn't. He's like, he got, he got, uh, he got handicapped, he got chucked out, he chucked out a window, handicapped, and then and then he basically like sat around and then just went. He started warging into things, so like he yeah. can possess like animals. And he just did yep. that and sat around whilst everyone else fought for him or um, saved his life over and over and over again. So he did fuck all like since since then. <laughs> so his story's been crap. If anything, his story's been what crap. You said yeah. the, wee guy, the wee guy's story's been better. Yeah, Tyrion's story's been way better, way more interesting than like uh, Arya's story's been way more interesting. Even Sansa and Jon Snow's story's like probably the best story out of them all. Yeah, like he fucking saved everybody. Like by and was, by killing was Anti by then. Yeah, it was well, he killed her in the end. He he made amends for it. <laughs> but yeah, um, um a little bit underwhelmed, but hey, well, it was still a good series overall. Yeah. Um so the only other thing I really watched was uh I watched a couple of episodes of Love, Death and Robots on Netflix. Oh, I've not started that. So this is definitely something you need to watch. It's re- the re- episodes are really short. They're, it's like an anthology, so all the episodes are totally like separate from each other. So I watched like two tonight. Like whilst I was having dinner, they're only like ten, ten to I think the longest one's like twenty minutes, ten to twenty minutes long. And like one of them was, uh, one of them was like these three robots in this post-apocalyptic Earth, and all the humans are dead, and they were like going around and exploring. It's like a holiday type thing for them. They're going around exploring uh, to see what had happened to the humans and like uh, learning about human culture and all that sort of stuff, um, which was really funny because they they didn't know like how things worked. Um, so like they went to like a basketball um, court and they're like, okay, the human humans loved doing this. You, you bounce the ball, and one of the robots like bounces the ball, <laughs> and the other robots like, oh, how is that for you? Like, how did it feel? Things like, yeah. It was kind of underwhelming because <laughs> he just bounced a ball. It was really funny, it, but it, it ends up like hilarious because uh, the it, it turns out that the humans had all died out not because of nuclear warfare, but because they had uh, genetically engineered cats to give them opposable thumbs, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and and the cats had taken over, and like and then the, the robots end up getting captured by these cats that talk. It's so fucking funny. But the animation in the animation in this show is insane. Like the best animation I've ever seen in anything. So did they? Fucking amazing. Did they go through the war of the paper hats with the talking cats? Or no? I don't, what? No. No. Did they follow the? Did oh, they like Red Dwarf teachings of Cloister. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't go into it any more than than that. Like the cats were just there and they and they uh, imprisoned these robots. But I want to really make a funny. Cat Wars movie. 
Yeah, Red Dwarf Cat Wars. That'd be awesome. A bit hilarious. <laughs> and then the other one was like, uh, it was about this woman like witnessing a murder and then uh, getting chased by this guy. But like the animation in that is like the most realistic, like human animation I've ever seen. It's <clears> so good. Like the the way that the characters moved, I was like, is this fucking filmed? Like I couldn't tell if it was filmed. And then, and then like drawn over, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you remember uh, Scanner Darkly they did it in. Yeah, it kind of reminded me a bit of that. Like I couldn't tell if it was like filmed and drawn over or if it was like animated like that. But like if it was animated like, and I couldn't find out online either if it was. But if it was animated like that, holy fuck, they've done an amazing job of of uh, bringing to life realistic human movement, probably for the first <laughs> ever time. <laughs> but yeah. Re- <coughs> just really impressed with the animation and the stories are cool and uh, nice and short as well so it's well worth watching on, on Netflix if you're into like kind of sci-fi stuff mm. all three episodes so far have been like shit hot really good but uh, that's all I watched cool so let's move on to level up this is the part of the show where we talk about all the games we've played throughout the week but most importantly the video game news so Andy what's been happening in the video game news so Skull and Bones got delayed again, and we'll not be even easy. Ask you last week if that was still happening. <laughs> yeah. Do you think what's happened is they've realised let's not just let's not make it online only. We have to put a story in this, and they've had to gone back and then went like all the criticisms you made. Like why can't you get off the boat and explode and land? Like what we want is Assassin's Creed Black Flag Two. Just mm-hmm. make that game with real pirates. That's what yep. we want. And, and I, I think, think that's probably what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's obviously with- a lot more work than an online only game with. No shitboarding or anything, just a cutscene. <laughs> good, but good yeah, if that's the case. I, I think they've kind of took the game back to the drawing board based on feedback. Like probably not our specific feedback, but like I would imagine a lot of people have had the same sort of feedback, and they'll have looked at Sea of Thieves and like what people are really enjoying about that game and what people didn't like about it, and they've probably went, eh, let's tweak this game a bit and like try and make it like a realistic looking pirate online game with story elements in it as well. I'll, that was I'll the, be all over this if they do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll, I'll be interested to see what it ends up being when it eventually comes out. Maybe they've pushed it to next gen. Who knows? I just hope that, like like I said, it's basically Black Flag 2, but with real pirates. You know, like yeah. Yeah. a real history still story. That'll be fine for me. Just make the Caribbean look a wee bit better. <laughs> look, because mm. Black Flag was a last gen game, like even at this stage. Yeah. Just do that. Push it to next gen make it make my mind use the same map i don't care just make it look better put more detail in put more like animals and stuff there like honestly deep sea diving ship battles yep. brilliant Wheeling. i'll watch black sails black black sails all over again nice <laughs> um red dead online has finally left beta cool. i've not played it yet it's about late <laughs> game's been out for too long at this point i think I mean, it got a big update as it left beta, so cool. And people found a load of dead horses in it as well. Yeah, I'm really missing it. I don't. This this game like doesn't have the legs of GTA Five at all. Neither did the dead horses. Hey, yeah, <laughs> jeez. Um, there's a new Walking Dead game coming out called Walking Dead Onslaught, and uh, it's PlayStation VR, I believe. And you yeah, get to play like Rick Grimes in it. For the first time. But then, like, every studio that's made a Walking Dead game shut down. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Apart from, I mean, Zen did a Walking Dead doesn't pinball count. table. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> it's a pinball skin. Like, every other studio, like, 
the ones that made the was it Overkill? They're gone. The one that made the one in PlayStation Three, they're gone, and Telltale's gone. So, mm. like, is is this going to be the curse of the Walking Dead games? It could be. Um, I mean, I don't know that I've got any interest in. Plus, in a, do you know the shit thing is? You get to game. play Rick as time, but you're seeing it through his eyes. <laughs> it's like, mm. okay, just make Dead Rise and Walking Dead edition. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they've got his voice, like uh, Andrew Lincoln's voice. Or they could hire me, who also did Rick Grimes' voice. Yeah, you did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Japan. And I beat a guy from, was it Kentucky Rick Grimes yeah, is from? Yeah, from America. Oh, from, yeah, yeah from, uh, wherever he's from. Race. The guy that was actually from there. I beat him and I'm from Air Scotland. You just went, Coral! Coral. <laughs> I didn't get to that scene. I, I, obviously, Lexi was born and I had to kind of put it aside and I've not really got back to the guy, unfortunately. Um, Switch in Japan has overtaken PS4's lifetime sales, which is quite quite cool for Switch, considering that it's been out for half the time of the PS4, mm. less than half the time, and Sony's just as big. But like you said last week, the portability and Nintendo. Yeah, um, and I think that's big, 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 big in Japan, so it makes sense. Um, the Mortal Kombat movie has uh, been greenlit and just a rebooted movie. Mm-hmm. Sad times. I wanted a sequel, a trilogy. <laughs> Finish the trilogy. Dun, 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 dun. Better of that song. I think it will still have that song, but I think, I think rebooting it's probably right. Maybe at this stage. Rather... I mean, Mortal Kombat Legacy was amazing. I show the Machinima one that I was mm. trying to get to watch, but obviously Machinima's gone now, so. Mm. I could see it being uh, doing good. <coughs> yeah. uh, Devil May Cry from the Switch is the same game which is featured no sense. on the 2018 HD yep. collection. Which makes no sense why it's not the tri- why is it not just the trilogy? See if they'd release it at twenty quid, that's ridiculous because like they overpriced all the Resident Evils recently. And like um if this comes out at thirty quid, that's an abomination. Like even at twenty quid it's kinda of hard to stomach because the H D collection launched at like what, thirty pound when it came out? Yeah, it so was thirty. If this first one doesn't come out at seven pound or like ten pound maximum, mm. then what's the point? Like just release the trilogy. You've got it all there. If this port and you're not doing anything to it which i assume is the case just fucking why why wouldn't you release the trailer this is nonsense this is some of the biggest bullshit i've heard for a while like why like it absolutely baffles my mind like sonic 3 like still annoys me to the day that it can't get re-released but that's got reasons there's no reason for like this not to have the trilogy like why just release the first one why would you I do think, that i think it's like quick and dirty ports like and i think with the Devil but Cry, the trilogy is all there no no, no, no. I, th- I think they're testing it by just doing this one to see if people buy it on switch and then if they but buy it depends on the price point the then i guarantee yeah. this comes out at 20 quid and no one buys it because you can get mm. the trilogy for less than that on other consoles mm. so why would you pay 20 quid for one game that's what like 20 years old and hasn't aged well <laughs> yeah. if, if if it's not an upscale at least like and it's just the hd port that we got years back in the ps3 like fuck off come on like this came out in the ps2 guys like you need if it if it releases it like 7.99 10 pounds that's fine but any more than that that's extortionate for this game i would say so like and i'm a big devil may cry fan like there's no reason for it to be above 10 pounds yep. that's all i'm saying um there was a super mario maker 2 Nintendo Direct this week. There was. And there was a few things they showed off, including that there's going to be a story mode in the game. Which is cool. It kind of entices me more to buy it. Like, I'm not the most creative fucking Minecraft, and Mario Maker I never bought on the the Wii U or the 3DS. (coughs) The 3DS was partly terrible. But, like, 
the story mode's kind of got me intrigued, but I don't know if it's enough for me to buy it. Like, uh, me and Bethany watched it, and like she seemed to really like the idea of it, like making your own levels and stuff like that. Yeah, Bethany's but, age is the right target audience for this creative shit. Like, we used to like getting our games made for us. Now kids yeah. like to make their own games. And fair play to them, because they could end up making money out of it. But for us, it was just... Yeah, I, I don't know if it's for me. It's probably not for me. Like, it turned me off a bit, but, like, it did remind... Like, from the levels that I was seeing, it reminded me a lot of, like, Cloudberry Kingdom. I love Cloudberry Kingdom. It was such and Cloudberry a Kingdom game, was man. so good. That was the but last game just... I remember. Uh, I had the PS... Remember when I used to have my PS3 upstairs? Um, mm. Because that night I got drunk and I bought GTA 5 and I was tidying the room and I was like, guess what, yep. we'll get GTA 5. I remember playing Cloudberry Kingdom and that, saying Tasha was getting ready. She's like, Ali, why are you taking so long? I was like, listen, you took you took your time, now <laughs> I've got to take my time. And I was playing Cloudberry Kingdom. And <laughs> then like, I remember her coming up going, get downstairs now. And I was literally at the door hanging my head in, trying to play the last few bits of Cloudberry Kingdom. <laughs> and I am almost positive it was for your engagement party. I could be wrong, but it was about <laughs> that time. It was about that time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was or not, but there was definitely an event we were going to, and I remember, like a child, hanging my head in the door, trying to jump over the last bit, and then going, ah, <laughs> as I went out the door. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, what I loved about that game is that although the levels in that were randomly generated, like they randomly mm. generated them and then curated them and picked like a shitload of them to be the quote-unquote story mode. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool, and I, and so I hope they, they built this. Of... They built this random generation thing, like yep. yeah, and then they just picked the best ones instead of <coughs> making it all random, which was awesome because of the leaderboards and stuff. Yeah. <coughs> now did I? Meant everybody played the this? same ones. Uh, we did. I'm sure we. Uh, well, I think it was Peter a written Peter, interview. Was it Peter Jester? No, no we, Peter we did something was... with him. I'm sure it was a written interview that I'd done because I'm sure that I emailed the questions over and he just mailed back the answers and I put it into an article. I'm almost sure that's what happened. I don't think we spoke to him live. I'm sure uh, Chip interviewed him on the B team at one point. I think so, and I think because of our time difference, they couldn't come on. Mm. I could be wrong about that, and I could have just turned our on-air interview an article. No, I think, but you know I what think I'm intrigued right. by talking about articles? Yogi, right? Mm. What article is he talking about? Like, I was bored the other night, and if anybody listening or if Yogi's listening, get in touch, because I want to know I was I googled my name on Geeky, Geeky Antics, and I was just trying to see if there was any shows that we'd, we'd put there just to listen to because I was watching wrestling and I'm like well what's this he's talking about he said it was a heartfelt mm. something article that he just read and I've never read this before and I'm like what article could that have been like I did used to write but I don't write anymore so it was obviously a wee while ago but get in touch let me know yeah I have no idea what that would have been no. um, but yeah they also announced that you can play online together in Super Mario Maker 2 multiplayer mode what are you going to say about Cloud of the Kingdom you think you're right about the interview um, I think it was uh, I think it was a written interview um, that rings a bell where I just sent the questions through yeah yeah um, Sega announced 10 more games for the Genesis Mini the Sega Mega Drive Mini yeah this is getting some good games man like I'm so glad I pre-ordered it yeah so the next 10 games they announced are uh, Mega Man The Wily Wars Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition yeah, Wily do you know what The Wily Wars are it's 1, 2 and 3 remade from the NES Nice. Uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, Alex Kidd, Enchanted Castle, Beyond Oasis, Golden Axe, Fantasy Star 4, The End of the Millennium, Sonic the Hedgehog, Spinball, um, Vector Man, and Wonder Boy and Monster World. Sonic yeah, the Hedgehog, Spinball is terrible. It's a really bad yeah, game. The Master System version is good, but like the Wonder Boy is good, to be honest. But are you, like, regardless of your thoughts of the games, are you not quite happy with the normal, the same 20 games that they've released for the past 10 years on collections? 
you know, like on the V like AT game stuff and on their own Sega arcade collections, like the fact that they've went out and got like World of Illusion and Castle of Illusion included in this, that's cool. Yeah, I think it's cool that there's a few different ones that will encourage people to uh, to buy it that have already bought like these other collections. Because like, I mean, I've bought like all these Mega Drive collections over the years, and like you say, most of the time it's most of the same games all the time. And like yep. the one I just bought like the other week, I was the last Street week, Rage. like has all those games on it already, and like I have access to them, no bother. But like it'll be definitely cool to play like um, Mickey Mouse and stuff like that. And Earthworm Jim's mm. a big one for me. Like I love that game. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good, good, good game. Good cartoon as well. Earthworm Jim, mm, your favourite super guy. <laughs> Jim, he's super from the sky. So that's 30 out of the games 40. confirmed. No, no th- only 30 confirmed. But there's going to be 40 games on it, so there's 10 more still to announce. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, I can't wait for this. Like, even though I've got, like, that probably unbeatable Mega Drive, the Sega G, and it's a quality piece of equipment, I'm looking forward to having that. And the reason I'm doing it is because I want Sega to get back in the console business. Dreamcast 2, mm. I still believe. Yeah. <laughs> um, Microsoft and Sony have made uh, some sort of deal about game streaming tech. Yeah, a lot of people so, were confused in this. Cool. Right? And they were getting it twisted that they were going into some sort of sharing thing. I've seen it on Twitter as well. And I'm like, this is not what you're reading into this wrong. What Sony have realized is the streaming service sucks, but Microsoft have got a lockdown with their cloud stuff. So they've agreed, and this is not the Xbox team, the PlayStation team, because apparently the PlayStation team didn't know. This was Microsoft mm. and Sony that yep. were in talks, which if you don't understand, like Microsoft and Sony are the parent companies. PlayStation mm-hmm. and Xbox are just the subsidiaries that make the, the games division. Like Sony's got their movies, Microsoft's got Windows, obviously PCs and stuff. Yep. So make, the parent companies were in talks about cloud-based stuff, and Sony has made an agreement to use Microsoft's cloud servers. So that's all it is. It just it's good for PlayStation owners because it means that your cloud saves and servers and stuff like that. There's no reason for Sony to limit your storage now, even though they still do with a paid service. But they will. But it just means that the game should stream quicker next gen. That's what I'm getting from. Yeah, me too. Um, like Microsoft's streaming platform is through Azure, which is supposed to be really, really good and uh, very low lag and low latency. So, uh, this is good, good news for all around. I would imagine that the high ups at PlayStation knew about this. Yeah, but, but not the the lower ones staffing. that that yeah that tend to comment on social media things. Um, Mac- Xbox wouldn't have anything to do with it. <coughs> it's a Microsoft product like Azure. It's not like anything to do with yeah. Xbox branding. But yeah, that's fine. Uh, THQ Nordic is teasing the return of some beloved franchises at E3. So they're going to like apparently do some kind they're of... They're just buying everything. They're not going to bring any games out. This guy's going to be like, you know when you see those super villains? I bought all the games in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's bought so much the past year. Like, what was it? Some millionaire or somebody that took over or became a shareholder and he just bought everything? I don't know. It's insane though. Like, they, they have like... 50 odd games in development right now like which is fucking crazy so uh they, they've said that there's he'll, he'll say hello yeah there are two beloved franchises are going to be returning at e3 um alone in the dark is one of the ones that's been kind of hinted at and I, I, I think <coughs> i think time splitters is going to be the other one that'd be cool i'd love none of these games are ever going to come out well i mean teach can put out a good bunch of games already like, sorry, maybe good is the wrong word. Like they've put out a bunch of games already. Like since they since they took over the name and whatnot, because they put out like uh, the Darksiders games and stuff. 
Darksiders 1 was okay. I'd never played the second one. I mean, like, it kind of poor man's Devil May Cry. Like, it's not as good and the story's not as interesting. And the third one came out to, like, zero fanfare, zero PR, zero advertising. It was just like, mm. yeah, this game exists, guys. Uh, we're going to repackage the other two. And, like, Darksiders, the, the only achievement was it was the last, like, I know, like, not... Mm. Not limited run game, but it was the last game to come out for the Wii U, really, wasn't it? Um, there are thereabouts, yeah. One, one of the last ones, anyway, yeah. Not including, like, indie games and blah, blah, the last sort of big-ish title. Do you know what was crazy? I forgot Watch Dogs came to the Wii U. I was in DX the other day speaking to Nelson in town, and um, I looked at the shelf, and I'm like, there's fucking Watch Dogs in the Wii U. <laughs> they, they're crazy. That, Nintendo cray-cray. Wii U Watch Dogs. Yeah, uh, Watch Dogs 3 will probably get an announcement of. I think that could be real interesting. There's been some talk about it being in London and being very mm. current and up-to-date with the Brexit situation and hacking and stuff like that. And, I mean, Watch Dogs 2 was great. I think it really got overlooked, and I'm chipping away at it. Like, I don't talk about it week to week because I've not got past the bit I was at previously when I bought the game. Mm. I think it got really overlooked. I think it got buried by other big titles, but Watch Dogs 2 taking it away from the Assassin's Creed style formula and making it more kind of central GTA-ish but with the hacking and you could free run in it like I don't know why I never finished this because it's really enjoyable playing it with the drone and stuff like that don't know. yeah I need to go I need to go back and yeah. I, I keep, keep I, like, I keep an eye on it in sales and like once it goes under a 10 or digital then I'll buy it yeah I think uh, I got it in a sale the complete edition for like 17 I think it was yeah. for like all the DLC and I'm like that to me is reasonable because it was like a 54 game day one and yeah. I didn't get it day one. I don't know why. I think it just came out amongst everything else, and I don't know. Yeah, I think I got it. Like it came out like late in the year, one year, and uh, I think I got it like the start of the next year. And like I, think I only if, played a few hours of it. And... The problem is when games like that come out in like March, when all the tail end of stuff comes out, they get overlooked. And when it comes out at the end of the year, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed season, they get well mm-hmm. overlooked. So. Yeah, I don't know what something must have swamped that game for me. And like I, I did like Watch Dogs One as well, and like I remember yeah. buying like Watch you Dogs One on day one, and yeah, and I, I quite liked it. Like it wasn't the best game ever, but like I liked it enough to beat it. Yeah, I completed the game. Yeah, I definitely completed yeah. the game, so I didn't hate it. So then the fact that I never time into this when I got it and then ended up trading in. It's like, what? So I did, I, I picked it up like a month or two ago, remember, and I got it. It was cheap. Mm. I'm sure it was like £17. It may have been less mm. or more, but what it was under, it was £20 or less anyway for, for the complete gold edition. So, yeah, I look forward to playing it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get back to it at some point. Um, Borderlands 3, uh, the pre-order got pulled from the Epic store because Epic like put out this weird sale. Oh. They discounted it by a tenner and put it at the well, Yeah. So they were basically doing a deep discount on the entire storefront. So if you were buying a game which was over thirteen ninety nine, I think it was, then you would get a tenner off it like if you if you bought it. Um and yeah. this applied to pre order games as well, so like games like like including Borderlands three. So obviously Borderlands three was a full price game, like fifty pound and the with this discount thing, you would get ten pound off, so you'd get it for like forty pound, which is a good deal for like but a storefront like be this. A digital only game. Oh, oh yeah, but, saying that because like the ten pound that the print cost, all this 
like this is all bullshit and i've said this years before but see now especially now when more people are shifting to digital you've got no excuse now when was it not like 80 percent rise in all digital sales in britain or all sales were 80 percent well it's, it's 50 50 percent. yeah but sorry that's half the game sales even in britain so mm-hmm. it must be more worldwide so you need to reduce those costs. Like, why am I going to buy a digital game that I can't trade in that the license could lapse on, the service could shut down? Like, eventually, that that console can't sit in my attic for twenty years and still be active. Why am I paying sixty pound for it when I can buy it physical cheaper? Like, that makes no sense because you've got the packaging, the printing, the distributing, all these costs, and I can buy it ten pounds cheaper physical. Nah, you need to make it. They need to make it cheaper digital. You're getting more of the money that way as well. Like, think, it makes no sense to me. I think the games are actually probably the right price digital and they should probably be dearer physical if anything. Um, the, the thing is like the games haven't risen with inflation. Like, no, I, Andy, I understand. That's, that's, the, big, that's, that's the big thing. <laughs> like, I, I agree with you that physical games should be £60-£50, right? Hmm. But see, digital games should be £40 because I don't want to pay the £20 that you, you would spend to ship it. Advert- like, fuck off. Like, I, I don't... You post us to shops, all this, printing out point of sales, like... Um, the the leaflets the actual discs themselves warehouse costs you you you're the just pushing a button as well like the the cut they take yeah. off it yeah you're just pushing a button on and and releasing it on the PlayStation store yes sure PlayStation got cut your money but the rest of it's to you hmm. and the same for Xbox so like well, same for fuck off <laughs> leave it yeah. for it quid <laughs> um Mortal Kombat movie it got a release date as well actually um March fifth twenty twenty one we don't know anything nice. about it other than that really. Um, video game addiction might be recognised as an official disease. So it's this not. is it's this not is though. something that we spoke about before. Um, no, we we would we would both have this. You can't catch if, it. If, <laughs> yeah. See if it see if it comes out. And it is. I will be straight to that fucking benefit office and saying <laughs> get, get disease, signed, signed off work for a month. Signed off work for a month. <laughs> and I can't. I'll go to the therapy sessions, but I want that. Like, see how alcoholics get forty pound extra every week, mm. even if they're working just because to buy a drink. I want forty pound a month or forty pound a week to buy games. To feed your video game addiction, yeah. To feed, to feed my addiction. I want to have to go to game behind a wee curtain like the methadone junkies <laughs> in the street and I want them to give me a game for free so I can walk out without showing yeah. anyone. Like, they got a wee yeah. cup of methadone that cost me off my tax money. Start taking my video games off the tax money. Yeah, Honestly, definitely. I will. And I mean, this becomes even, a disease. I'm we're even given something it. back here as well that's free content for everybody like by doing this podcast every week. Well, that's, <laughs> that's true. We'll never charge for this show. Contributing to society. And, and I don't think any junkies are doing any fucking heroin podcasts. No. no, this is free. You don't have to listen to it, but if you would, do, and you enjoy, would you listen to have. a heroin podcast? Yes, I, I would be very curious, to look, like what it would be. I want to know, and I just want to <laughs> the life of Tambo, the, <laughs> the, the Scottish heroin the podcast, <laughs> Jinky the Junkie. That would be Jambo funny, actually. Like I, I would listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> but like at the, end, at the end of the day, see if this becomes a disease. Then I want, I want it on my record. I'll, I'll go to my, I'll honestly go to health and safety at work and tell them I've got a disease, and I'll get it listed. I want all the benefits for it. I want extra comfy seats at work. I want like comfy pads for my hands because of repetitive strain injury. <laughs> I want like free yeah. glasses, prescriptions, everything for my lack of eyesight. My, yeah. my hair. I'm going bald. I want hair replaced. <laughs> because of my video game addiction I want because you um, have to wear a video game hat at all times yep, yep. I want uh, money to buy video game based clothes I want money to buy 
figures. I want money to buy the new console. I want new controllers bought for me. You know how like junkies mm-hmm. get holidays I yep. bought for me when they wait out. Um, I want my live subscription every year at minimum. The minimum thing I want every year. Um, yeah. And I want free passes to E3. You know how like junkies get Disneyland and stuff like that with yeah. the kids? I want to go to E3 every year. Yeah, fuck it. I will milk this. See if they say <laughs> yes, it is. I will milk it. I'll go to the doctors. See, I need a prescription. What do you want? Well, give me some of that legal weed or whatever it is, please. Um, <laughs> because uh, I'm a video game addict. I'll stand up in front of court. I'll stand up in front of my family and have an intervention. I'll Honestly, I will not be ashamed of that. I'll be proud. Like, uh... We we are pretty like functioning like addicts in this regard. Like we still manage to go to our you jobs. You can be a like high that. functioning alcoholic. Absolutely. Yeah, one, definitely. So. Um, yep. But there is probably people that do suffer from this that, that are unable to hold a job down in that because they're so addicted to playing like games that are like well, aspects like, Yeah, but I'm at the risk of that. I need. To work Ima- to, imagine you, you know. just like you get that game where you're like, I can't go to work. Like this game's too good. <laughs> <laughs> like said, if like if I knew Final Fantasy Seven came out, like yeah. not the yeah. remake, but like a new game, no, I like, knew it was like that, that, yeah. that good, and you were like, "Holy shit!" I like can't, oh, I can't go to work, and like you had to phone into work, like I can't come into work today. Like I'm addicted to this game. Sorry. The last time I'd done that, <laughs> Peterson done the same as me, and it was in the PS2, and it was for Ultimate Spider-Man, the video game. <laughs> we both phoned into work <laughs> for the whole weekend, <laughs> so we couldn't come in, and he was the head barman, and I was. <laughs> It was like we can't make it in, and we were literally sitting in my flat. It's at Leonard's Road, you know, out near Belmont, and mm. we're just playing um, all of Spider Man from start <laughs> to finish. Uh, yep, that was the last time I phoned in sick for a video game. I don't know if I ever phoned in sick for a video game. Maybe like, maybe if I'd stayed up like, like all night playing something. Well, maybe, me and Peterson maybe that stayed way. up. We stayed up all night outside PC World to get the PS3 because we hadn't mm. pre-ordered it and we both wanted it and we were in our girlfriend well, whose car was it? it was either my girlfriend at the time and we stayed up all night watching we watched the Back to Future trilogy the Terminator trilogy because there were only three at the time um, and we drained the car battery because they two the girlfriends were <laughs> with us believe it or not they fell asleep mm. in the back of the car and we were in the front and we didn't turn the engine on which you need so we ran mm. the battery down with this Blu-ray player the, um, sorry DVD player that was charged <laughs> by the car battery <laughs> we watched Family Guy and everything. Went in and got two PS3s, and I remember getting Sonic the Hedgehog, Tiger Woods, and Call of Duty 3. Mm. £60, £60, and £60. <laughs> so that was like 100 mm. games in a £700 console. And I had to go to work. I had to go to work that day. <laughs> also, I had to go to the same job. I worked there when the PS2 Slim came out as well. I worked there a while. It was the Mada Hotel. Mm. And um, PS2 Slim came out the same day as Granted Granted Auto San Andreas, and I went and bought that, and I had to go to work. I was so fucking raging. Yeah, I don't remember. Like the other time we did, I did a midnight launch for a console was when we went and got the PS4. Do a midnight launch for that? Yeah. You know we're doing it for like the PS5 and Xbox Two. Well, I mean, would we though? Oh, it'd be difficult for you because you. Yeah. At this point, like, would yeah. I go take a fucking game? I, I I will take the week off for the new Xbox. Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, but I, I wouldn't want. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to go to game, like get my console. Well, I, game I don't. I don't have any choice in there apart from games. So. I'm I mean, I would, like, at this point, probably happily... Like, I ordered my last console that I bought, like, day one from Nintendo. Like, for the for the Switch. Yeah, I suppose then. I didn't do it for the Switch either, did I? I, just, I from very, and I got it that day. Yeah. I didn't go at midnight or anything. It depends what happens with the PS5. 
like it's a very different time now. We were a lot younger back then. Mm. Like yeah, I and think like, I would rather have the convenience of just having it delivered to me at this point. <laughs> Much as I'd love to have it at midnight, like I and and if I if it was an independent retailer like like a game station or something like that still kicking about, then I would do that. But um, I'm not fucking going to game. We don't have midnight. the options I'm, in Scotland, really, do we? No, not anymore. Of the people that would get it, it's like game, and that's about it. Um, I might yep. I, I might not go to game. I could, could go to see if Tesco or Asda were doing it. I would happily Asda <laughs> if they could yeah. have the games that I wanted there guaranteed um because remember we had to try and remember i couldn't get a game and did we not try and go to game itself but they weren't selling to anybody unless you'd pre-ordered a console was mm-hmm. not for injustice yeah, or something justice yeah it was yeah. yeah and i let fraser take the last copy and i took the vita copy because they sold mm-hmm. it to me and um did i work there at that point um don't think so no no you didn't was that after or before mm. Remember. Before, must have been after. No, maybe after. No, it must have must have been after. Must have been after. Hmm. I was after. Yeah, but like, um, yeah, we weren't even the first in the queue, and we'd waited there all night. <laughs> yeah, that was fun though. I enjoyed doing that. What was it happened? Did we all finish work? Or you weren't working at the time? I finished work. Yeah, I came. I came down to yours and got you and Fraser, and I, and we waited in my car. Yeah, from like five o'clock. Did we not have to tell a few folk? What Doing? Did the police come to us? No. No, I don't think so. We never went round to the shop till like about 11, 10. 10. No, 10. Yeah, but there, was, was there wasn't a queue. And then we got out of the car and we were we were like the 10th person in the queue. And by the time we got there, like Injustice had been gone. And Fraser got the last copy. And did we not mm-hmm. drive past game, but they weren't selling to people that weren't. Something like that, yeah. It was something like that, yeah. Another one I remember doing was Assassin's Creed 3. <clears throat> like, that's the thing. That's the thing. That, one. that was good. That was a good game because we swapped. I was in Liberation in the Vita, and mm. then we swapped over because you'd spent far too long as Captain Bowden Pants. <laughs> but I also, like, I don't even know if I'd go to a midnight launch for a game now. See if I wanted one that bad, I'd buy it digital so that yeah, I, could sit, digital. I could sit at home and it'll be unlocked at midnight instead of going out to the shop, queuing, the potential of it raining in Scotland's like 80%, and then <laughs> having to walk back home, like, then install it, and then realize, oh, by the time this is installed, tomorrow morning <laughs> so at this point because of the installs for games like back then that was the ps3 when we were going for those launches remember so it was mm. pl- put, it, put it in and play it whereas now it's like yeah i would have to set it in 12 gig day one patch if not more and it's like cool right may as well go to bed this won't be done till two in the morning with my internet three in the morning <laughs> if i'm lucky and then like so yeah i'd, I'd buy digital over doing a game launch as well yeah, I, I don't know. We're getting a game installed this week as well off a disc, which was interesting. Yeah. I'll I'll talk about it in a bit. Yeah, sorry, we've divulged from the news back to the news. Yeah, um, Treyarch have been given the 2020 Call of Duty game, so this is a yeah, break like from Ops the 5. yeah from the normal cycle. So it looks like yeah, Black Ops Five is going to be coming. It would I think it would have been Sledgehammer or Raven that should yeah, have been doing this game or a yeah. combination of them in some way. <clears throat> but what um, was the last one they done? Ghosts or um. Was it not Infinite Warfare, maybe? Infinite Warfare was their last one, obviously. that. Yeah, I liked Infinite Warfare, but but anyway, that's what's happening with that. They, they still haven't announced this year's Call of Duty game, but we know it's coming, and we're it's 99% <laughs> sure that it's Modern Warfare 4. Especially with that developer hinting all about it. Like, yeah, remember some the of the pictures. Yeah. He raised the 3 off Modern Warfare 3 on his T-shirt, mm-hmm. and they said, where's the 3? And he said it was their B4. <laughs> 
<coughs> and he keeps uh, hinting towards like a remake of two. Um, He'll probably because, come along like, with it. You'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, I played and beat Modern Warfare one and two and really liked them and I never ever got to three for some reason. Um, only Modern have... Warfare, only Call of Duty story that's worthwhile is Soap story in Call of Duty. So is, is well it the same story in three? Yes. Yeah, just you Soap or no? You're not Soap, but Soap's in your team. You're you're that team still. Hmm. So like I will get to play Because obviously there's no point you going Soap because by that point it's like he's the leader as a super soldier. So there's no story hmm. for him. He's just in charge. Whereas before you were just soap started out and Modern Warfare 1 is the grunt, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But like, I really did like those two games and, uh, and I've got Modern yeah, Warfare 3 on, on... I've never played it. Like I've got it on 360, like backwards compatible with the Xbox One, so I'll play it at some point. Yeah. I don't imagine... You know it's only going to be a one-night game. Yeah, fire it on easy and finish it. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably get this one like when it comes out. Oh, yeah. And then we'll play uh, for two months solid every night yeah. and, and drop it for the rest of the year as always. Yeah. <laughs> um, Minecraft sales have uh, now topped out uh, 176 million copies, which is crazy. That's a shitload. And Minecraft's a good game. Like I, I like Minecraft. Still, like Me and Bethany still play it from time to time. Every time she wants to play it, I'm like, oh my god. Because she likes to play it in creative mode. And like I don't Do really think, enjoy doing that. Do you think we'll ever see a Minecraft too? Probably not. I don't think so. I think we'll just keep updating it and updating it. Because, I mean, at this point, like, it's gone through so many different versions that it's, like, probably Minecraft 8 at this point. But this is a good game. Like, if you've never played it, definitely try it. Um, there's a Minecraft Earth alternative reality game coming out as well. I don't have any interest in that. Building shit in the real world digitally. No, thank you. Um, Resident Evil 4 on Switch is missing something that uh, I think you were quite keen on them to have. So this is uh, motion control functionality that was in the Wii. Uh, the Wii version of the game. And then this Switch version does not have it. And people seem to be a bit disappointed about it. Well, uh, yes, because the price point they're charging and the fact that it's £15 in every other country. And it's like You've took out the one thing that made would have made it worthwhile, and it made the Wii version still the best version of this game. So they call it definitive edition, but it can't be definitive because it's not got the extra parts that the Wii version had. Like the Wii version had the motion controls; it's optional, obviously. So you would still have the game as as was. But why would you not port in the code from the Wiimote? Like honestly, you've done it for like this makes no sense. Makes no sense, especially at the price point you're charging for a digital only game. Like, no. so what's the price point? Oh shit! I don't have it to hand. Twenty-five pounds, something like that. It's like twenty-five pound, yeah, but it's like fifteen on every other console at full Mm. price. Yeah, it released at fifteen ninety-nine on the PS4, and And they make it discounted a lot since then. Oh, it's been discounted loads. Right, you can pick it up for five pounds in the sales, but at the same point, never mind the sales. Their excuse for higher price games for the Switch was because of development costs. This is no development costs, just 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 a port and the the cartridges, right? Fair. That's why, like, Sonic Racing's £5 more than in another console. Mm. I accept that for the cartridge, right? But when it's digital only and there's no cartridge mm. option, then that's bullshit. Yeah, totally. But, I mean, most people, if they wanted to play this game, will have already played it. Like, you don't need to buy it again on Switch. Just I would have 
I'd have bought it again if it had the motion controls in the Wii. Hmm. Because that would be something a bit different, like to try it in a different way, especially like if you didn't play the Wii version. It's the best way to play it. Hmm. Do you not remember I told you I played it on the Wii and then I got it in the Xbox 360 and I kept trying to swipe my Xbox controller. <laughs> like, like I kept flicking it because it was so good because it was flick to knife. Yeah. Whereas in every other console, it's hold R1 and push circle to knife. Hmm. So you're pushing two buttons, which is awkward anyway. But with the Wii, you aimed... You aimed with the motion controller and you had your joystick in the other hand to shoot and then see if you wanted to knife. You just flicked the nunchuck mm. and he knifed. Yeah. So it was it was so much better to play it that way. It just felt so intuitive. Still the best version. In fact, out of protest, I'm going to buy it second hand again on <laughs> the Wii. On the Wii. For like a pound. <laughs> um, Detective Pikachu um, got number one in the movie charts for the second week in a row. Again, above Avengers Endgame. Which is great for a video game movie. Yeah. I expect John Wick 3 will overtake that. John Wick 3 has overtaken it already. Yeah. Yeah. John Wick 3 made shitloads. Like, John Wick 2, I think it was, it made like double what the first one did in its opening weekend. And I think this one's 80% or 85% higher than John Wick 2. So they're only getting bigger, which is weird for a franchise because usually the sales teeter off, apart, not talking Mm, Avengers and Marvel, but for a a film like this, when I first seen John Wick, I was like, oh, another straight-to-DVD Keanu Reeves film. I'm not going to go and see that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it, I don't mean it went straight-to-DVD. I just looked at it, and it appeared to be one of those type of movies. Yeah. Like, st- bog-standard action. I think it's got, like, a real good cult following off of it, and, like, it speaks to, like, how well-made the film is. Like, I haven't seen any of them, Sup- to be honest. But... Superb. And it uses some of the staff from The Matrix as well, like the stunt coordinators and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Plus, Lawrence Fishburne comes into the second one, and they're talking about Carrie Fisher for the fourth one, so they'll okay. be back together. Cool. She showed up to the premiere with the, with Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu Reeves as well. Thanks. The um, plus, he also in... says in the trailer for John Wick three, <laughs> I need guns, lots of guns. <laughs> um, Sonic Racing came out today, and there's no paid DLC or microtransactions in it, which is nice to hear. Yes. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is apparently going to be coming out this summer, according to the Korean ratings board. Will you get Luigi's Mansion 3? I mean, I never played any of the other ones. I don't know that I'm interested in it. Would you Depends want them to do the other two first? I mean, I don't imagine there's much story to, to go for, but like, I'd rather it's not. Just do it's a like, new game, which is fine. Hmm. It's like Mario. If you've played one, then... Yeah. So I don't mind jumping in at three at all. Um, it just depends. Like if Bethany's interested in getting it, then we'll get it. If not, then not that interested in it. Day one. It's one of those. Are you games getting Sonic Racing? Price. And I haven't. Console. I haven't picked it up as of yet. If I do pick it up, I'll get it on Switch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fraser keeps saying he's going to get it in PlayStation, but I think it's because he's got his clan of friends that he plays with in PlayStation. But yeah. I said. I'm- I need to buy it in Switch because I'll play it more in Switch. And like I yeah, think exactly. the reason I didn't play Mario Kart was because. New and we played quite a lot of it in the Wii U. Mm. But on the Switch, I can, like, if Fraser says, Do you want to go? I, I, like, unless Lexi's acting up, then yeah, if Tasha's watching the TV or if I'm, like, I can play the Switch a lot easier than I can PlayStation. Yep. And I think I totally agree. Like, I would I would actually play it more on on Switch than uh, than I would play it on, on the console. Because, like, this is the sort of game that I would play. Like, I tend to play the Switch just now, like, when I go to bed for, like, mm. half an hour to an hour. Depending on what type and of you're on Professor Layton or whatever it is, evident. 
fizzling like every, yeah. every night <laughs> and like and i did it like i'd done it with rocket league as well like i played rocket league a couple of matches like every night so like i could easily do it with sonic racing like play a couple of races every night like, well no yeah problem. that's the thing and I, I love the sonic racing games i thought i like yeah. the first one better but i think mm-hmm. they were both good and i like how this one seems to be just back to racing none of the transform stuff i could be wrong but um the soundtracks by that crush 40 group as well again yeah. who are awesome and I just love Sonic. I'm kind of annoyed it's not Sonic and Sega All-Stars because I liked having like Alex Kidd and him from Shenmue and stuff. But yeah. Sonic, Sonic's a big enough franchise for me that it will sell every time. So I, I will get this. It's just I don't feel the need to buy it because you've not got it yet, basically, because it's not like I'm buying the game for story mode. So this is legit one that I am picking up to play with you and Fraser. But if Fraser's going to get in PlayStation, PlayStation, this is not a PlayStation game for me. No. I will probably pick it up around E3 sometime, yeah. I imagine. Because it, it'll be discounted a wee bit by then, I would guess, yeah. and I'll be able to pick it up in a, a like flash sale or something. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII got an update on the Switch, which uh, fixes one of the annoying music bugs in the game, which is present on the PlayStation 1 as well, and it has not been patched on PlayStation, but it has been patched on Switch and Xbox. Where the music repeats itself in the overworld. It doesn't bother me as much. I don't care. I can't say that I actually noticed it when I played it on the I think it's PS4 more, version, to be honest. It's for people that love the soundtracks. And I like the soundtracks. I love yeah. them, possibly, but I'm not like a nerd about the music. So it's like, basically, when you get into a battle, right, in the open world, and it goes back to the open world, what it was doing was it's restarting the whole song. And some of these compositions, as you know, are like eight, nine minutes long. Yep. So sometimes people are getting annoyed that it's not keeping the contu- con- continuity of the song. Yeah. And um, I don't care. Like I didn't really notice it before. But I might end up getting Final Fantasy VII again, Andy. Like, uh, I, I, I think I would play it again on the Switch, and I'm really in a Final Fantasy VII mood after seeing mm-hmm. that trailer this week. Like, really am. I 100% won't buy Final Fantasy VII on the Switch because I, know you I, have, it, I have it on I've PS4 the, and, and so I want to platinum it. And... Oh, yeah. But I've got it on PS4, but you know what my time with the telly is like? Mm. The baby takes it up during the day, the wife takes it up at night. Mm. Um, however, Final Fantasy IX might be tempted to pick up on the Switch. because I've got it. Yeah, like, uh, that's, that's the one that I might grab on the Switch. Like, A, I'm still playing on the Vita, and I've still got, like, an active save that's the only place you can get it. Yeah. Um, but but nine, I would much rather play portable at this point. I'd probably prefer to play seven portable as well, but like you can't get trophies on it that you way. You can, so. but they're in game. Yeah, and I don't care about those. I want a platinum trophy. <laughs> yeah, you've said that since you bought it, but yeah, I, I, for me, I'll, I, I'll you know, I don't. Point. I don't care about achievements or trophies. Although my achievements went up to six six zero six six, which is funny because it's my daughter's favorite number just now. <laughs> Um, Nintendo is releasing every single Johto Pokemon in a plush form. Yep, but the point of this article, if you open it, Andy, look at the price to buy them all. Um, and each one is going to cost. Okay, each one's going to cost twenty dollars, which is a total of two hundred two thousand five hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. my god, two and a half grand. Because they've released every form of the unknown Pokemon that came out, which was like all the letters in the alphabet as well. So it's like, this is for like soft toys, two and a half grand. There will be somebody that buys that. Lunatic. Yeah. 
So I had the fix my head to I pulled one of the plastic bits off it. Very don't, don't do that. I won't. <laughs> uh, Nintendo is also shutting down some of their mobile games in Belgium. This is because all the loot box stuff. Um, Fire Emblem is affected. It's not loot boxes. It's not loot well boxes for Nintendo. I've played these games. Nintendo Animal are too Crossing. nice to have loot boxes. Like, yeah. you do not need to buy these. Like, I barely play Animal Crossing. See, every time you go in, they're like, see the paid currency? Here's a thousand of it, friend. Enjoy. And it's, <laughs> it's all cosmetics. It's not pay to win. That's totally not boxes. Totally agree, but they've obviously looked at what Belgium's been doing with, like, FIFA Ultimate Team and stuff like that, and they're like, ah, let's just get away with this. But that is pay to win. Animal Crossing. You're right. I'm a crossing and Fire Emblem, neither of them. No, don't agree with that. Um, and then finally, uh, Fortnite has announced that they're doing some kind of collaboration with Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> that's right, they've done some crazy crossovers, but that's the craziest. It's a, just a weird crossover because every crossover they've done before has been to do with some pop culture thing that's popular right now. So, like Avengers, they've done it with. They've done it with I mean, uh, John Michael Jordan Wick. was popular right now 30 years ago. Yeah, like right now he's not popular at all. Like, I mean, no, we well, know who Michael Jordan is. is, but like, do do I think that like people that actually play Fortnite, like people that are Bethany's age, this is a lot of them play that or that sort. Unless of, they've seen Space Jam with their parents, they do not know. Yeah, she doesn't know who Michael Jordan is. There's no way. Ask so, her. I mean, why? I want to know next week. I, I will ask her. Um, so why is she? Why would she care about them doing a crossover with Michael Jordan? This is true. Their core audience is thirteen. <laughs> there isn't. Like round about that age, maybe Pretty sixteen much, yeah. and under. Yeah. But yeah, Michael Jordan's a, cra- a crazy one, and plus he's a basketball player. It's not like he's linked to action or violence. No, not at all. Um, so I don't know if they're maybe putting some basketball Tiger Woods would make more sense. Like, yeah, having to dodge his wife running him over. And... <laughs> I mean, he's come back around now. Like he's back in Naughty the, in the Tiger. Game. <laughs> Naughty, Naughty Tiger. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's getting better at golf, but like, <laughs> I got hoes, I got hoes. <laughs> but yeah, that was all the all the news. Cool, so let's move on to what we've been playing, actually. It's been yet another week of not playing much from Ali. So I'm going to go for it again. So, right, talking of Fortnite, I played Fortnite Andy. Okay. Because I love John Wick that much. I went in and spent £20 of real money. To buy John Wick stuff. What? No, no. Right. Well, you can't. You couldn't win it. It was literally cosmetics in the in the item shop. It's not like there, there were parts to earn, and I've earned all them. But see, to buy John Wick himself, you had to mm. pay money. So I wanted to pay it. I've not paid any money to Fortnite before. So for me, that's fine. And I got, I know you said be right back. So I'll, oh, I'll talk about it. Okay. So, um, yes, I love John Wick that much. And I'm eating Watsits, which are kind of like Cheetos if you're listening from America. Um, just big Golden Wonder, I'm sure, over here. They're the Walkers. I could be wrong about that. They used to be bigger and cheesier as well. But anyway, um, excuse me, listeners. Not the most exciting. But um, yes, I'm finished now. The John Wick skin, uh, the John Wick gun or I don't know the name of the stuff in Fortnite is it wraps they call it like a weapon skin I think it's that and two like emote things it's about 20 quid I mean I haven't paid any money in Fortnite because it's free to play 
didn't even buy the um, story mode. I know not many people did, but there is a story mode available. I'm not sure what that involves because it's only famous for its battle royale. But there's a story mode definitely on. There's there's not a story mode on Switch anyway. <clears throat> but yes, I had a um, situation where I. <laughs> Uh, tried to sign in and I thought, brilliant, this is all cross-played, do you know what I'll do? I'll just link my PlayStation account. Logged into my Epic account. Bah, bah, bah. Bah. Played a few games and I started realising, I went, why is my name TVT underscore? And I went, maybe what they've done, because I haven't played Fortnite, they've mm. reallocated my username. Right? I don't know how it worked. I thought that had yeah. happened. So I went, fair enough, it's just a basic username. Went and put Ali Kenobi, that was fine. Then I went, played a few more games. I went back. I went into my Epic account. I'm like, right, okay, let's link my PlayStation account because my PlayStation's the one that's downstairs, the main mm. console technically now. <clears throat> Even though I've got an Xbox One X, it's because I can't have it around my daughter usually. Mm. I've got it down now, but when she goes to bed, the Xbox comes down, and then it gets used to play Amazon for my wife till she goes to bed, mm-hmm. and then I'm too tired to play anything, so she be the Walking Dead. But anyway, um, the PlayStation account could not be linked because there was a previously associated account. So I went. What's this account name? So I clicked on it and it was your gay under slash 696969. I went, this is bullshit. So I messaged them and I said, this is blah, blah, blah. This is absolutely terrible. I said, it's actually quite offensive this year. Can you please remove it from my account? And then they had me jumping through fucking 20 questions and I'm like, oh my God, like, when did you create this account? When did you link your PlayStation account? I went, I didn't because I haven't linked my PlayStation to it mm-hmm. because of all the controversy that went on at first, you know. If you're a PlayStation account, you couldn't link your Switch account. Yeah. When did you start your Epic account? When did you start this? When did you... Do you know what? I actually went, fuck it. And I went to the toilet and I just sat. But, and I went, right, I'll search my emails. And I had to search through like, deleted items. And it lo- you know how long it's load emails. I'm like, and it was like two years ago or three years ago I created this one. But I had a previous one that I don't know why I created this secondary one. And then I, I didn't even give them full answers. I just went, listen, this is this. It could be this. It could be that. And I says, I don't use my bank card because I lose it when I'm out and PayPal. I use this. So it eventually gave me access and deleted it, which was fair play in their part. But it took us several emails. And I even replied as I showed you. I said, I do not know when I created my Epic account. Is this a, an occasion? People usually mark in their calendars. This is a true story, <laughs> listeners. I actually said this in the reply to the email because... See the amount of accounts you need for things these days? Yeah, access, yeah, yeah account. Way, and it's like, when did you create this account? I don't fucking know. Whenever I put the game in, it said, do you want to create an account? And I just clicked yes, and it <laughs> yes. linked it. <clears throat> and I didn't think twice about it. Like, when did you create Ubisoft account? Fucking EA account. Fucking the amount of mobile phone accounts, like Marvel, Kabam, Kabloom. Telltale games. account. <laughs> Telltale <laughs> account. Fuck, you know. When did you create your Epic Games account? And I said... I even replied and said, I don't know. It could have been for Gears of War 3. Whenever, when did you bring out an Epic account? I may have created it then, like Bulletstorm. I play all your games. Trust me. I don't know when it happened. So then eventually another guy emailed me back eventually and told me that he understands my situation. His apologies taken over from this guy. And that's when he was a wee bit more lenient towards my answers. Because hmm. I was like, I did not know, mate. And then I think the seal the deal was I messaged him a, a screenshot of the John Wick purchase from mm. my PayPal account with the account number and everything on it. I said, it's mine. And I said, I use the Almeister, um, but I, I always use Ali Kenobi for everything now. 
and he unlocked it and I linked my PlayStation account. So all my accounts are now linked and I did change my Epic password again and put on two-step verification. But it's like, Jesus Christ, like I've got a Bioware account, I've got, which is linked to an EA account, which is linked to like this and this. And this. Yeah. When did you create this account? <laughs> what? That's like, say I bought another like Fitbit or something. When did you create your Fitbit account? What? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Probably see Did you work out when? Yeah. Did um, you work out when you when you activated no. this account? No. 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 I, that's one of the questions I didn't answer, but I'd obviously answered enough to pass the security. Mm. I think the PayPal receipt was the one to seal the deal. When I said, mm. "When was your last purchase in Fortnite?" and I went, "I haven't bought anything in Fortnite until the other day," and I said, "The only reason that I'm back playing Fortnite, which I don't really enjoy, is because you've added John Wick, who I do enjoy." <laughs> that was mm. what I said in the email. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, played as Jomic. Now, um, Fortnite, I I don't build in it. I can't build the guys. Like, see at the end of the matches, like, when it gets to the storm comes in. Like, I know the mm. right out. So do you comes in. But then you get these fuckers that in front of you are like, do 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 And they've got a tower. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? But I've found a way around that now, right? What you do is, when those fuckers do that and try and wait you out, right? Being up high, the circle doesn't come in from the bottom up. The circle mm. comes in from all sides. See, if you took your hammer out and you knock down one of the walls at the bottom and hide underneath mm. their statue, they have to come down. Mm. Or you're both going to die and it's going to be a draw. So that's what I do now. See if, see if, see if I'm in the final two and there's two guys building towers opposite each other. Like, mm. I knock a hole at the bottom and just stay under there. I'm like, what are you going <laughs> to do? I can't climb up to you. You're going to have to come down to me. So yeah, one guy parachuted down and I missed him with my shotgun. As he was parachuting, and I was reloading, and he landed, and uh, yeah, he killed me. But I was in the final two, so um, I can't build for shit. Like, don't get me wrong, there was a point where my team was all playing together, and there was a barn, and I built a ramp up, and then I built like I built like a loft, like what what is it in an attic style thing, mm-hmm. and uh, over the rafters, and it looked legit. And I, I went down and I destroyed my. I, I leaned over and used the hammer to knock down my. Um, the ramp up and everybody that was coming in I was killing the fuck out. It was the best time place ever and I thought, this building's cool as fuck but no one uses it for that in Fortnite. All people do is they can build at the speed of light to build mm-hmm. a shield yeah. when you're shooting at them. Like yeah. you could shoot at a guy and it, do, 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 around them with like a chimney and a flower pot and like three bedrooms and stuff and it's like, how the fuck did you manage to do that? I know that's a bit of an exaggeration but you know what I mean? It's like, how the fuck have you done that that quick and you're still killing me? So yeah, um, they've added this new mode, which I quite enjoy, because in the John Wick movie, they've got coins, like Assassin's Currency, and they pay for stuff with that. So like, basically, it's called Wick's Bounty. So when you kill someone in this, they drop. It's like kill confirmed almost from Duty. Mm. So you collect them, but you were in quads, and I preferred it when it was teams of four, because it was doing better. Um, I, don't, I think they've done away with it. So I've lost the last item from John Wick, which is annoying, um, which was the umbrella to parachute in. Um it's really pissed me off because I couldn't get time to play with Fraser the other night. But when we were playing in quads, basically you're running about and you all collect bounty and you can see who's got the most. Like, point, I had 16 coins, which means I'd killed like, I don't know if it's two coins per person. I don't know how it works. But you can pick up other kills. You know, like kill confirmed, you can pick up yeah, other yeah. people's kills as well. I was doing that. Such a good laugh, this game. And the fact that I'm John Wick now, I know it sounds silly, but I will play this game. I know he's in Payday as well, but technically in Payday, it's like Rick Grimes we talked about earlier. You're seeing mm. through his eyes, really playing as him. Whereas in this, it's fucking Keanu Reeves as John Wick. And um, yes. I don't mind 
I think I've had twenty pounds worth of fun out of it. Like I know there's a story mode, but I'll never play the story mode of Fortnite. That's not what it's for. But I don't mind paying this because this has infinitely made this game better for me. And they've updated it as well. Like they've got this kind of wee story trailer because it's in nine now, and it's like um, they've went to the future, so they've updated a lot of the bits of the map and stuff. So it's a wee bit mm. more exciting for me anyway. Um, I know you've played Fortnite with Bethany on and off, but this is definitely a game I'm going to dip in and out on my. Um, my switch 100 like I was, I was absolutely loving it obviously it looks better in the xbox one and stuff but it looks fine and runs fine in the switch only problem is see if you've not got anybody on that you know and they're pushing a team of randoms and all you see is the mobile phone icon you're like oh my god we're going to get nailed because you know it's a kid playing and the kids like hey hey do you think i suck am i doing good like kids are always wanting justification and like praise that they're doing good so i put my headphones on and i went no you're doing crap stay here and it's like Oh man, I'm sorry I've let you down. Do you want me to add you? Do not add no, me. And he sent me an invite, and I declined. I'm like, I'm not not starting this. That's the only problem is that kids. If you're on a team with kids, they will add. They will try and add you after the match, mm-hmm. and they'll talk all the way through it. Even if you know that way where speaking online, I only speak if my friends are on. Kids mm-hmm. seem to go online and they'll talk to everybody and comment mm-hmm. on what the fuck you're doing for the whole match, and it's really annoying. So yeah, anyway, sorry, talked a bit too long. Right. So I played Fortnite. Um, so I played a few, two more games. But I bought like three games. Well, I bought two games this week. Okay. No, I, yeah, I bought two games because the other one was free anyway. And it's a game that I do want to finish by the end of the month, but finish by the end of the month. Um, Life is Strange, because I'd started it on PlayStation. So I, Life is Strange 2. And I bought Life is Strange, the deluxe edition. Now, I know Life is Strange before the Storm deluxe edition, the, um, the normal editions on Game Pass, but you told me the deluxe edition had a chapter away from the first game. So, uh, before the Storm, yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, it's so, Max. Well, Max. But, but yeah. Fucking, yeah. Yes, you know. But uh, it was only a fiver, so I went, that's worth it, and I want the developer to have my money for this. And then Life is Strange 2 was in sale, and it was a bit dated. It was £26, but I went, yeah, I probably want to play this. And oh my god, man, I forgot just... Do you know how long I sat in the room just playing her songs and music and stuff again? Mm. And I'm like, why did I never finish this? Like, I remember absolutely loving the first chapter. Was it was it possibly because there was a wait and I gave up and didn't go back? There, I there, the was, like, there was a couple of months in between the, the chapters, definitely. Yeah, I think game. that's the reason I didn't go back because I'm absolutely... Mm talking to Samuel, the creepy janitor, all I do is tidy and paint windows. Howdy ho, kids, come to my basement. <laughs> it's like, piss off, Samuel. So yeah, I'm, I'm liking it all over again. Such a well-made game, such a good reflection on actual reality of what kids are like at schools. Even when we're at school, it's kind of similar. It's not much has changed. It's just social media has been involved now. And yeah. uh, that's tying in all that culture. It's just, it's so on the pulse, as kids and journalists say. But it really is. And we talked to these guys. We went to the we squared this basically and it was such an interesting talk at the pub and i don't even think we ever did we ever released that interview well not interview mm. but it was like we asked no, some questions I, and stuff. I don't know that we did i don't i think the audio quality wasn't good enough yeah it's a shame because ah uh, it's because we were seated and I... hmm. but that was a really interesting talk we had enough dated now so we're releasing now but um life strange too i don't know if the season's finished but i'm thinking by the time i finish life is strange and the storm then life is strange 2 will be completed 
or am I wrong? Have you got Life is Strange too? Yeah, it's not it's not finished yet. Like uh, I I I bought the first episode of it and played it, and like they had a prequel chapter called uh, the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which is alright. Like I downloaded um, that as well, and it was it's free so. Um, and I played the first episode, but I couldn't find to buy the episodes individually. Like when the second episode came out, I couldn't find it to buy individually. Like uh, there was only like season pass upgrade. And like with this game, like I always just rather buy the episodes as they come out. See, I bought I the season pass because it went down to twenty six pound from what mm, eighty four or it's, something. Like that, it's less so. risky to do it that way though, because I mean, look at look at Telltale. Like yeah. with their episodes, and, like The Walking Dead. Like if you bought the season pass, like there was a good chance that you might not have gotten that at all. Like yeah. you might have gotten three episodes and then not got the other ones. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's fine. I bought, I bought, so I'm sure we'll be fine with. It. I'm just playing through it again. I'm absolutely loving it. out the map there just yet. Um, I've done the bit where Victoria and her chums are sitting in the step, and you're finding out about the Vortex Club for the first time. And yes. you're in the dorm room, and I think I stopped the other night because I only bought it yesterday, um, mm-hmm. because I wanted to play through it this week. Because I thought, what games can I reasonably get through this week? And Life is Strange is one of them. I don't know if I will get through them all, but I'll, I'll possibly get through Life is Strange by the end of the week, depending on Lexi. Um, yeah, and you should def- you should definitely like finish that game. Like that game was I mean, my how, game of the how, year. That how, year how, was long would, how long was Life is Strange in total? Maybe like eight hours. Something for the like whole that. game, yeah. I think I've, I've spent far too long then doing an Andy and like talking to the kids with the skateboarding, like, versing time, getting nosebleeds, talking to my pervy lecturer. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, you can definitely make it last a lot longer than that. Like, taking actual photographs, <laughs> probably like 15, 20. Like, I like, had platinum in maybe like uh, like 15. the furthest I remember getting to was with getting yard train guy with like not the guy in the toilets with the gun. There's like bad boys with a gun or a guy with yep. a gun. It's like yep. she used to go with her girlfriend or yep. girl. Or, yeah. I'm at that. I, I remember getting to that bit. And I, is that episode two? I think that's episode two, yeah. And yeah, they, so they, they, it's quite cool because like, they call back to that in, the, in Before the Storm. Oh, the wee bit of the train yard? Yeah, because you, you go is back Is it a train yard or, or a junkyard? It, or it's, a junk, it's a junkyard. Um, but they definitely yeah, call like, back to that, so it's quite cool. That's cool, but like, I mean, I just thought it's all reasonable, reasonable prices. Like, the reason, like, I looked at Life is Strange 2 and I'm like, no one's paying 40 quid for this. But then, see, when it went out, it was 26. I'm like, I'll pay 26 quid for this, hmm. especially because the first game's free in Game Pass just now. And I know Before the Storm is as well, like I said, but I wanted the one with the extra chapter because I knew you got it. And see, for 5 99 I think that's, that's a bargain for it. So. Yeah, I spent 30 quid, but I got all three of them, technically. Mm. I know it was nice. Game Pass for the first one. But yeah, I, I do want to play through it. I just, I think it's brilliant. And I think a lot of care and attention has been put into it to really capture that sort of... I know it's not a realistic-looking game. There's still an art style to it. But you know that sort of real feel? Like, and I don't yep. mean them feels, but it just, it just, it's got a genuine quality to it. Yep. Wholesome. It feels wholesome. It generally wholesome. does. Yeah. <laughs> That's the right word for it. I, I don't know why, but... But again... For, for me, it was the dialogue. Like I, I believe, I found the dialogue that, and the characters so to be believable. Like they felt like real character, yeah. like real people. Yeah, that's what I mean. But the whole world feels like it, it's genuine. That's what I mean. Like it doesn't feel like this is. It, is, it does feel like a game, obviously. But it, hmm. like all the wee bits in there, like Max's dorm room with the pictures, and like she's a photographer, and like just the wee comments she makes and the email she gets hmm. through from her pal, and stuff like that, and. It's, it's just such a nice game the way it's been. I know it's not a nice game, something 
worry the way it goes, but like, it's, I don't know. It's just really genuine good. feeling. Really good, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to describe. But anyway, one last game, Andy, that I bought. Hmm. Part of me, like 20% of me wishes I hadn't because, <laughs> okay. because I bought Detective Pikachu based on the okay. film, right? And right. now, don't get me wrong, I like this game. Remember, I played the special demo and I said I'm going to get it. Hmm. Now, Smith's had it on sale for like £25 digit one. Like, that's brilliant because everywhere I've looked, it's like £30, £35 like, to buy physical. Mm-hmm. £29 or £28 on Amazon was the so I was like, that's fine, £26. Now, this is kind of Professor Layton A, like uh, Phoenix Wright A, can mm-hmm. look over your options, explore the crime scene stuff. However, right, before I get into talking about it, it's clear to me how much the film took him. <laughs> like, as I'm going, like, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Okay, I know what the outcome for this is going to be. Son of a bitch, mm-hmm. yep. So imagine, like, say in the movie, like, they go to a bar. and this, uh-huh. they go to the coffee house. Right. <laughs> in the movie, the main character's black, and this, he's white. But basically, the story obviously is, his dad has died, he's went to find his dad, the Pikachu's in his dad's apartment, and it's like, I already know what's going to happen here. Like, Pikachu was his dad's um, partner. Like like mm. I said, how everyone's got a partner Pokemon. And I'm like, they've even shown a car crash at the start with his dad. Huh. So is it the same fucking... story then? Well, they don't show you full. See, in, in the movie, Mew, Mewtwo crashes the car. That's not mm. because it happens in three minutes. Mewtwo zooms out the laboratory and crashes the car. Right. You don't see who crashes the car in this, but I've just mm. got this stinking feeling... That he's going to find out it's Mewtwo because we got. Yeah. There's this wee thing like Ryan Re- Reynolds is flirting with this Pokemon. I don't know all the Pokemon names after the first series, but like there's this Pokemon with like a sort of like lily pad for a hat and it looks like a duck. And like Ryan Reynolds, Pikachu is flirting with it in the movie. And like we go to this coffee shop and there's that thing's the waitress. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I know where this is going. Now, don't get me wrong, like in the movie, they. They're the monkeys that have got like hand looking tails, the purple monkeys. And they go kind of crazy because of the stuff he puts up. He's, the, the chemical stuff that he breathes in by accident and like it makes them crazy. At the start of this, it's obviously slightly different. The the monkeys don't go crazy. They steal like a necklace off a girl and you have to investigate where they went. But this is obviously setting up. This is what the demo version, it sets up like how to question people how to like find evidence and opening new lines of questioning like you've got your case notes you've got a case file and in your notes you can like touch on like say an icon of like the can of juice you found that was out the trash and you can drag it to like a branching tree you know to try and figure out the narrative of what happened before you go to your final line of questioning so it's quite in depth um it's just some of the story beats so far i'm like ah i really hope this doesn't happen oh that did just happen um there's a bit in a cave like in the movie, they go to the underground fight Pokemon. The Charizard, like, sorry, slight spoilers, but he gets that purple stuff on him and he goes a bit crazy. In this, we go to a cave. There's a Pokemon that goes a bit crazy and he attacks humans, which they normally don't do, obviously. Mm. And it's like, this is just the fight club, but it's in a different setting. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's in a cave. and the, the, There was a cool part in the cave, obviously. Like, it's the, the story's slightly different. I'm enjoying the gameplay. So, like, um, there was... There was a part where there's like three bat Pokemon and obviously Pikachu talks to the Pokemon for you and he translates it to you. And the voice actor that does Pikachu is quite funny in this as well. 
Uh, there's a part where, like outside the police station, they bump into a Pikachu that does look like Ash's Pikachu. And at the end of the conversation, you overhear, he just goes in, tell your buddy that I hope he's the best, the best that ever was, you know, like out the song. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so it's quite funny. And it's like, oh, is that Ash's Pikachu? So like, it is quite tongue in cheek and funny that way, but it's kind of like touch based them. Um, Professor Layton, a kind of Phoenix Wright style. And it's like Pikachu will sometimes come up with a suggestion. So you tap Pikachu, who's the icon at the bottom, and he'll say something. Um, or it'll be in a funny situation within the environment. So, like, part in the cave where I have to freeze the lake. And if you tap him Pikachu, you'll see him slipping and falling, obviously. Mm. Um, basically, what you have to do is, like, there's three line Pokemon, and you have to question, like, like, the people that's in the cave and get Pikachu to question the Pokemon and put together, like, there's three cave entrances and only one of them's the right one and you have to like put the right option in the right slot to get like where the Pokemon actually is, if you know what I mean. Like one of them's telling the truth. It's like I'm next to her but not next to him. I'm closest to the entrance of the cave, but I can also okay. feel a breeze. So it's like you know, one of those stellar questions, you have to yeah. deduce who the fuck's telling the truth. And I've got it. Like it's not overly difficult, but I'm just enjoying the stella tongue and cheekness that it's got like the movie did with Pikachu, where it's like nudge, nudge, wink, wink, still adult mm. jokes, and the fact that he said, "Tell, tell your, tell your friend, I hope he's going to be the best, the best that ever was." Um, uh, so like, there was a part in the park as well where I had to find out there's a Pokemon that I don't even know what Pokemon it is, but it can evolve three different ways, and it's not Eevee, something that hangs down from a tree, and one of them is the trash version, and it was pink, so like basically I had to piece together the fact that the trash can had been turned over while the apom that stole the necklace had been hit, like all these linked together, it's crazy the way they've linked all these bits together, so I was like, right, the reason that that took that evolution was because it fell out the tree because the the crow's feather that I found, because we originally accused the crow Pokemon of doing it, and it's like the crow fell out the tree because the monkey Pokemon, after it stole the necklace, tried to get some fruit. So it scared this po- flower Pokemon into changing into the trash version, and there's your evidence. You know, like, it is quite complicated, but you don't need to know Pokemon to do it. I just like putting it all together. So, like, it has inspired me, and I think after this, I'll probably pick up your Phoenix, right? Because I've, I'm really enjoying this style of... It's not quite point-and-click broken sword, do you know what I mean? But it's a kind of branch off, like a... You know what I mean by mm-hmm. Professor Layton and that? They aren't quite that, and they aren't quite hidden object games, but they're very similar. It's all puzzle-based. So it has inspired me to get that, because of Detective Pikachu, I wanted to get this and the price paid for it. This is the game I think I'll finish this month because I got it today while I was out at the Sea Life Centre. Um, I took my 3DS with me um, and we're going into missing someone else on the way up. They didn't have it. I'm like, oh, I really get this game. So I just bought it digital. But I'm on chapter three already of a 10 chapters. The way this story's going, if it's following the movie, I'm a third of the way in like three chapters makes sense so like mm. say i get 10 chapters out of it i'll finish that by this month and this is kind of good for me because like 10 are basically cheaper than i can find it for. and yeah i'm fine with digital games nice. and not trading in so yeah really enjoying it um i know it's not a game you'll play but i really do want a sequel on the switch i really do and i don't care if it's ryan reynolds this one's quite funny as well um there's even a part you know in the the movie where you, you hear it, the women say, you can hear him right, and he goes, you're adorable. Like you mm. say, like that sort of stuff, we flutter all the women. That's kind of in this as well. Um, 
but he's he's kind of fatter in this than he is in the movie. Okay. Like in the movie, he's just a normal Pikachu. He's kind of fat. Like, see, when he was talking to that other Pikachu, you could tell Ash's Pikachu's got a certain look. This guy looked like the old school red Pokemon, like Pikachu. Pretty fun. Right. But anyway, yeah, I like it and like just exploding about like because um, you control your character, Tim Goodman. You it's fully three D. You go about the world like it's not open by any means you don't catch pokemon you've got pikachu you're in rhyme city so it is the city where you've got partner pokemon there's no trainers allowed in this city so it makes sense for the world it's in i'm enjoying it and i'm very surprised i didn't pick it up before but i think it's because like why why would i want to buy that but it, it makes sense now after seeing the film i'm just going to be disappointed if the reason that you don't see the car crash is the big twist in this game is that you two crashed the car yeah it's really annoying but yeah anyway i'm enjoying like solving puzzles and things so I don't think this game's going to take me very long. I might even have it finished by tomorrow or the day after if I beast yes. a few hours of it later on tonight in bed. That's what this is going to be. It's going to be a bedtime game. Hmm. That's really what I need now, though. So yeah. I really hope Professor Layton comes to the Switch as well, but I'll, I'll, I think I'll pick up Phoenix right after this. I really do. How much was it? Eight, £30? It was £30, but it's three games. And like, yeah. I'm, I've got 20 hours into the first game already, but like, the bear in mind that this game is like a visual novel. Like there is... It is a lot of reading, oh, like so. Just bear that in mind. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's it is funny to be fair. Like, the dialogue is pretty amusing in it. Like, in the, in uh, you've got your objections and all that, and you need to do a bit of investigating and a bit of thinking. But it's quite an easy game. Doesn't seem to be very much challenge to it. I played a little bit more of that this week. I'm on episode three of the first game, so I'm working my way through it. But like, I, like I say, I'm twenty hours in playing it just in tribs and drabs when I go to bed at night. Um, didn't play any more of it than that though. Um, mm. did, did you play anything else? No, so that was me. Oh, I went cool. over to you. Cool. Um, so the, I played two games this week. First of all, uh, Plague Tale Innocence. Played a bit more of that. Um, I've now gotten a few hours into it and uh, still really, really liking it. Um, I've now come across rats in the game, which is kind of the big... Oh, you were looking for them last week? Yeah, so I didn't. I hadn't come across any rats when I played last week, and I only played like an hour or so. Um, but now I'm like four or five hours in, and I've come across rats and got the got to grips with the sort of story, the way it's going and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I'm really liking it, and it's made me go and like read about plague stuff and like looking for. Plague <laughs> did you find a show? I didn't watch any. I, I did find some shows, but I didn't watch any of them yet. Um, I might watch sometime sure, because like it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, you basically play as like as this girl Amicia and and her brother, um, and it is a puzzle stealth game, which typically I don't like stealth games, but I like the way that they've handled this one where it's like it, every stealth bit is like a puzzle section, so you need to work out how to get around these enemies without uh, getting caught by them because if you get caught, you're pretty much dead unless you're like near the sort of exit so you can run away from them. But but yeah, you're basically having to negotiate your way around um, these uh, inquisitors that are after your little brother for some reason. Like, he's been locked away for years and for, and they seem to want to capture him. I'm not quite sure why. I'm, I'm sure I'll find out as the story goes on. But th- these folks seem to want to capture him and, and it's my job to protect this kid and get him safely to like this place. Which I'm not 100% sure where I need to get him to yet because I got him to, like... The place where we were supposed to go, like where uh, the mum said, "Oh, you need to go here." I'm like, okay, well, we got there, and then the guy that we had to go and see was like, basically dying. I'm like, all right, okay, and he's like, okay, right, try going here. 
right okay so we're gonna go away on some other adventure but but i really like the way that this game's framed it's totally different from just about any other game i've ever played because doesn't have like it's got like it's not an open world it's very kind of like a linear path but you'll get into like these areas which are a wee bit open and then there's like sort of puzzles to solve within them to go and get the stuff that you need so like sometimes that'll involve uh finding your way around uh these inquisitors that are after you and sometimes it'll involve you like finding your way around uh like rats so these rats are attracted to you because they want to eat you um and they want to basically eat anything that's like flesh so like animals or uh like meat that's hanging up and stuff like that but and the only thing that you'd be scared of is light like fire so if you've got fire then you're fine but the sources of fire in the game are kind of spread out sporadically so you have to always keep an eye on where the next bit of fire is so that you can get to it safely and keep away from these rats because if you get caught by the rats they'll eat you and kill you and you pretty much die in one hit regardless of what catches whether it's a rat or an inquisitor which is, which might sound frustrating, but the, the way the checkpoint system in the game works, like it's pretty lenient with it. So like every time you get to like a new sort of bit, a new puzzle, essentially, um, <clears throat> it saves, and then if you die, you start back at the beginning of it, which is totally fine. And and I've really liked like negotiating my way around all these different like little puzzles. And like I said, I typically I typically hate stealth games. Like really don't like them. Um. And even, like, although I do, like, Assassin's Creed and stuff like that, and the stealth that... The way that I tend to use stealth in that game is, like, I'll sneak up behind someone and kill them. And you can't do that in this game. It does not work. Like, you can sneak up behind people, but you have to sort of avoid them. You have to distract them using, like, rocks, and you've got a sort of slingshot that you can fire at stuff to make them move out out your way so you can sneak around them and get to the, the next part of wherever you need to go. See, I really like that, and... And this rat mechanic is really interesting because the rats obviously stay away from the light, so you need to work out how to get through areas by uh, either like dousing or igniting light sources that are kicking around to make to um, manipulate the rats to go and whatever here, there, or the next place. And um, like I said, they're also attracted to like meat. So there was one point where I had to get into this barn and I had to distract these rats by uh, tricking a pig into <laughs> going into this barn. So, and then the rats would then eat the pig, which was kind of sad. In the plague's tale. In the plague tale, yeah. So I killed yes. a pig. But yeah, uh, but yeah, really, really liking it so far. Like I say, I'm five, six hours into it, and and really enjoying it. It's very story heavy, um, which I'm I'm really liking, and I, I like the the characters so far in the game. Um, set in France, so like they've all got like French accents and whatnot. Um, and I'm liking. I'm really liking what they're uh, what they've done with this game. It's totally different from anything else that's out there at all. I don't think he wants to speak to you now. No, I'm talking about rats. I'm talking <laughs> to Lexi. She's up having food again. No, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I guess that. I don't think she'd be interested in this rat game. Are you interested in Andy's game like with rats? You say hiya. Hiya. Oh. hiya. <laughs> yeah. So, so I played that. Um, which I'm really liking. Um, and then I also picked up uh, Rage 2. You got Rage 2? Yeah, so I got Rage 2. Um, okay. Because it was on offer from P- 
PC World or Curry, Curry's, I think it was. Um, Curry's, it was, you sent me the link, yeah. 34 99 For 34 and that was like day one, they put the price down to that. And I was like, oh, that's a good price, like it's it's 45 on Amazon. Like, I'll, I'll buy it to try it out. And, and I got, I finally got to play it like yesterday, I think, was the first time I put it into play. Because like, I put it in to uh, install it. And then came back down like one night and it, like oh it's your your hard drive's full right delete some stuff okay did that delete some stuff did the game out put it back in and then went to bed and like I'm I can't remember if I switched off the console or not I, I might have done but then I went to play it like the next day and it wasn't installed I'm like okay sounds <laughs> funny so then uh, I had to take the disc out put it back in again and uh, there was space for it waited for it to install. Like, right, that's fine. Went away, did something else, came back, wasn't installed, there was no icon. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ended up, like, installing it eventually um, and getting a game to play. And when I first started this game, I, th- I was like, oh, this is actually quite cool and interesting. So you get to pick your character at the beginning. You could play as a guy or a girl. I picked the girl because the girl's got a, had a better voice. I didn't like the guy's voice at all. I thought it was going to mm-hmm. really annoy me. So I chose the girl. Oh, was there no customization? No customization, no. You, you play as like a character and it's either like a guy or a girl and it doesn't tell you their name, but like when I chose the girl, it told me her name was Walker. And the, right at the beginning of the game, as soon as you've chose your character, it's like, okay, go pick up your weapons and then you leave the room. Um, and as soon as you leave the room, the other character that's with you, who's the one you don't choose, mm-hmm. so like in mine, I chose the girl and the guy was with me, um, he gets killed <laughs> by a door within about 20 seconds. <laughs> oh. So I imagine the opposite happens if you play as the plays the guy. Is it is it good though? How is it shooting in it? So the shooting in it's pretty tight, and I, I liked it uh, from from that respect. And the graphics in it and all that are, are fine, and the gameplay is pretty good. Um, however, I have had so many glitches in it already. Like within the first like hour of the game, like just a ridiculous number of glitches. Like in in such a diverse and weird 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 uh, number of different glitches that I'm like this game's not like optimised properly at all so like right at the beginning got out did this like starting mission got to a cutscene and like there was like something didn't work properly in the cutscene because it was like something happening I could only see like a bit of someone's arm floating about and I'm like oh maybe someone's invisible uh, and then I realised that that wasn't it and it was just the cutscene hadn't loaded properly because then at the end of the cutscene, like, this big mech popped in. I'm like, okay, <laughs> there's a mech there that's been throwing this guy about, right? Okay. What made so you choose that... to get this so Days Gone? Um, I don't know, like, because it was new and Days Gone was not new. Like, News Days Gone was, like, a week old at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I you know, didn't like, play the first just... one of this, did you? Like, no. I had it on 360, I remember. Tesco's, I'm sure my brother-in-law had it as well. and It was in three discs. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. Um, I just liked it. It looked fun, and uh, I liked the marketing campaign. And the marketing Twitter. campaign was used. Whoever's on that Twitter's Twitter. So I'm like, oh, I, like, I should give this a shot, just because like, I, I quite like the sort of viral marketing they've done just by being kind of wide to people, like out of the blue. I think it's been funny. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, there was that. The cutscene didn't load. Um, then... Near near the end of that, yeah. Near the end of that mission, uh, I had to be. I was like behind a wall, 
and it was there was a brief cutscene, and then it's like, oh, this guy's died. You need to go take his armor. Okay, cool, that's fine. And I couldn't move. I was stuck in the spot. And like, there's my is it online? There was that. No, no, I was doing it. no, no. It's single player offline. Um, and then my what companion was, that was with me. Like, state of the game. Yeah, my companion is with me. Is like, okay, come on, like, hurry up now. And I'm like, I can't fucking move <laughs> like i'm stuck here i could look about and i could shoot but i couldn't actually move off the spot i was in so i had to quit out the game and you're playing this in a pro aren't you as well yeah yeah playing a pro yeah um right that's fine so we loaded back in and like loaded okay this time and went did that that was cool um and then you get kind of probably yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, there's just Bethesda glitches, but these, these glitches, I would say, are worse than any glitches I've ever seen in a Bethesda game before. And I guarantee like, it's not as enticing as Skyrim is. No, definitely not. Like, uh, so once, I, once I've done that, get kind of released into the, like, the main, like, the sort of open world. Like, cool, that's fine. Um, you're in a sort of, like, hub town thing almost, but there's nothing really in it because it's just had a big battle happen in it and it's all wrecked so you need to go out into the world and you get a uh, you unlock a vehicle using like your skill points or things I'm like okay well, like, where's this vehicle and I couldn't see it anywhere so like went out and I'm like it must just appear or maybe like I have to go somewhere and do something first but no no vehicle appeared I'm like right I'll just head to the first like objective marker and go there and it was 4,000 like metres away which is really far if you're just running so like I just ended up heading for like the first thing that had popped up on the map, and the map mm-hmm. is completely empty at the beginning of the game. I've heard it's nothing empty in it. <laughs> yeah, so there's nothing in it apart from your objective markers, like for the main missions. And then you come across things like as you're going around. But I just started going around and looking for stuff to do because I didn't want to run four thousand meters no. without a car because that's just tedious and boring. I mean, um, has it got pretty easy to get cars now, or or is it? Um, the there is cars around. Like after playing a few hours, there's cars kicking about, but like they're not that they're not everywhere. Like there's no one using many cars as like Crackdown, for example. <laughs> um, that is what Andy sounds like. There. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's not anyone using as many cars as like in Crackdown or like in GTA or or whatever. There's, they're not regular things that you come across. Like, but it's it a to be big old world. Yeah, there, is there, is there anything like in, in encampments? Is there, is there like a glide suit or something that you can get you across? Like, no, no, it's cars. Like cars is what you need to get around. Um, but I think what actually happened is I think it was a glitch again, where I think the car's supposed to load like in that starting area or just outside it, um, and you jump in it because like as soon as I um, so like to you can summon this car that you unlock anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to pay like a hundred dollars and I didn't have any money to summon it like at the beginning so I'm like okay well maybe I need to go out and get a hundred dollars to summon it and it took me ages to like find somewhere that I could get money because um, even when you kill an enemy it's like you get like a few dollars like ten dollars or something so I had to find like a cash of money from a crate get some money and, and summon the car and as soon as I got in the car it's like okay now you've got the car like um, here's how the car works and like here's how you drive about and let's go driving I'm like okay well that seems like it should have happened like straight after I got the like straight after I unlocked it like rather than having to wait an hour <laughs> to get money yeah so I, I think so. it, I think it was supposed to spawn just outside the base or like in the base and it didn't I think it was a glitch I could be wrong because I haven't looked it up 
but it feels like that's what should have happened. Is that what's the story the... like though? Is it is it story good? I mean, I mean, I haven't really come across what the story is. It's like <laughs> how many you, just, you end up being like a you end up being a ranger, and then you have to be like a good guy, essentially. You're not just a vault and... hunter again, no. No, you're a, you're a, you're a ranger in this one, so you have to go and you have to help people, and you have to go and find these three people. Like these are the three main objectives. There's like go find them, these people, and talk to them, and they'll tell you more about this or that. Um, but you have to. Uh, you were like you're the last ranger. All the other rangers are dead and they've been killed off. And you're sort of mum essentially, or the person that raised you at least was one of the rangers. And as a ranger, you can unlock these like abilities, which are essentially like biotics sort of like from bioshock because you've got a few different ones like you've got dashes and you've got like shocks and all that sort of stuff um but uh, so i've done a couple of those and like the first one the first like you go into these arc sort of vaults to unlock them and the first one i went into it's like got this big story exposition from <laughs> from your uh from your mum and it's like a, she's killed at the beginning of the game and you've got um it's like a hologram of her and she talks to you and tells you this big story exposition which would have been fine except for the fact that it like cut off like halfway through the voice text just stopped oh. so then like the subtitles were still going so i just had to read the subtitles and i couldn't go anywhere because like i'm locked in what is essentially like a exposition it's not a cut scene but i had to just wait until the, the i would finish reading this until it went away and then my character started talking again it's like okay right now i need to go and do this like, right i can leave now which i mean is a good like four four or five minutes of just reading because <laughs> the, the sound cut out like halfway through I'm like oh my god um, and I don't so, mind reading but the so fact like, is like with the, with the, the side quest wasn't there like, you know what we're like with these open worlds are the side quests do they feel like natural and like do they flow or is it just kind of like go and fetch me this back and it doesn't have anything to do with the narrative still stuff um, I would say it's absolutely nothing like that at all it's all this sort of side stuff that I've come across has just been like oh there's a thing that I see I can see just a wee bit over there like a wee town or something um, I'll go and see what's there and every time when I've gone to something it's just been enemies that have been there um, I've also been one hit killed by a few things because there's these like sentry tower things that are kicking about which you can kill and you sort of blow them up by shooting at them a bunch but they're just bullet sponges and they shoot back at you Um but there's one of them, like, it was, like, difficulty th- level 3. And I'd, I'd killed one that was, like, a level 2. And I'm like, oh, I should be able to do this one okay if I just dodge around it, it'll be fine. And, and like, I walked up to it and, like, it sort of fired this pink laser at me and killed me in one hit. Like, right, okay. I'll not bother with that then. So, like, mechanically the game works fine. I don't think there's much in the way of story here. Um, and... Uh, have I had fun with it so far? Hmm. Probably not, to be honest. Like, it's alright. But it's not one that I'm, like, clamouring to go back to. I played it a wee bit more again tonight, but I, I just found myself getting annoyed by, like, driving around for ages and then, like, finding something to do. And then going, ah, uh, okay, like, I've been killed. That's our guest host, the way to bed. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I just found myself just not getting frustrated with it, and like I don't think it's too hard or anything like that. Um, is there difficulty settings over? Yeah, yeah, there is. Like I'm just playing on normal. Like I didn't put it on easy or anything. Um, You're hard to the core. Going on normal, Andy, <laughs> for a first person. Sh- well, I suppose it's not good stealth, so yeah, you'll probably be alright at it. But I mean, yeah. I, I, the, the one thing that you, you, obviously you know, like when your games, and that's why I'm quizzing you on this quite a lot. It's like 
do I get this? Do I go? And I put on Rage One. And I'm like, can't be fucked. But you're saying that you, you're, you're struggling to find where the actual narrative was. Yeah, and I think it's partly to do with the, the glitches in the game, like because some of the audio's been cut out, it's and like because that, that car, bad. I don't think spawned and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's caused me big issues, like with finding where the the story is, and like it seems to be very far away where the story missions are. So, like, it just kind of chucks you into this open world and it's like, there's nothing there, but there's things there somewhere, so go and find them. I just, don't like that. See, like, even in the, no. the Borderlands 1, it's like, go here, look what's here. Go here, look what's here. There's loads of stuff here, and there was. Yeah, and I, mean, I, th- I think they need to guide you for a wee bit more, like, at the beginning of the game and not just chuck you out into, like, an open world. Like, it's not like you have, a like, wee, where it's like, go and have your own adventure. Robot. Is the wee robot in it? With the... No, that's Borderlands you're thinking of. That's Claptrap, Borderlands. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, no, Rage 1, I didn't. Rage. Rage, one was the, Rage 1's the brown game. Yeah, and this one, they've just added colour. Is it as colourful? Um, the colour definitely adds adds to it and makes it feel more fun. I would say that. And, like, all the enemies and stuff like that are all, like, kind of... Um, they remind me of, like, punks. Neon. Like, kind of like... No, Streets of Rage punks. Colourful hair. It's a little bit, actually, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's much more like Mad Max, but not like the Mad Max game, more like Mad Max. Mad Max game is alright. Yeah, yeah. A... And, and and this game has the like the driving from Mad Max in it, which is fine. And um, car combat, I've not really done very much of. Like, I think I've found one car that had guns, and you could shoot the guns. Mm. Okay, but I didn't really bother with that. Like I. I think the the shooting in the game is much better than the car combat stuff or the car racing and driving. So it's more preferable like, if you do come across enemies to jump out and shoot at them because it's more fun. Which that is quite good. And you have this like uh, sort of glaive thing you can chuck at people as well. Which is like, do you, do you remember the movie Crawl? With skeleton head guy. Um, the skeleton head. The skull head guy. You know. Might have been the skull head. I can't remember. But like a long cloak. It may have done, but like they had this glaive thing, which is basically like a three pronged knife. That it was like a boomerang with knives on the end, and you could the guy chucked it and it came back to him. It rings a bell. It, it was like an eighties movie, like from like Labyrinth and like uh, Dark Crystal mm. and like those sort of time periods. Willow. There's that a sort of time period. Percent chance that I've seen. <laughs> you, you will, you will have seen it because it was like one of the, those movies from 80s, like back 80s then. children are movies. Children, we got to see. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, like, uh, is this a game that you're going to keep though? Like, probably not. Is, is that a game that I should get? No, I don't think right. so. Are, are you going to try Days Gone at least to humour me? Like, it's it's a Sony exclusive game that you've not been all over that you were interested in that I told you was quite enjoyable. <laughs> I told you the bad points and the good points. There's been a 12 gigabyte update today to fix problems that I didn't even realise hmm. it had from my experience. And you choose to buy. A sequel to a game that you didn't really have interest in. What was your motivation in buying this game, Andy? Well, it was pink. It was like a therapy session. Uh, it, was uh, it was pink. It was cheap. Yeah, but it was it pink, was but new. it's not a game your daughter can buy. No, definitely not. Um, I, I thought it, I did think it looked fun from like the the trails and stuff like that I saw, but like these all these fucking glitches and like the problems that I've had in like, the first couple of hours really put me off. And, and quite, I don't imagine that everybody's had this same experience. Like Andy, you're playing it on a PS4 Pro. You shouldn't no, have had this experience. No, like, I if shouldn't anything, have had this experience. Original PlayStation owner should have, potentially. Maybe yeah. even me with my Slim, but I would have got this on Xbox if I was going to get it. But I played Rage, and from what you've accounted, it remember, was it last week I played Rage? 
I just didn't talk about it on air. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it sounds like all they've done is just done what they've done in the first game, but put color in it. Go because people ripped the shit out of them for making brown the game because everything was brown and I'm sure that's what happened with Borderlands it was going to be a generic shooter and it came mm. out slightly after Rage and they realised so they cell shaded a lot of the the, mm. the whole yep. thing and it became quite popular but the thing with Borderlands was like I know I confused them but it's, it's a good they're kind of similar-ish they're kind of world wasteland games and it's like Borderlands has got oh look what's here, look what's here, here's many options if you want to go main story it's definitely this way look you've got claptrap that's why i thought claptrap was in it and it's because they're so mm. similar but he has eight I, million guns to unlock like i think this this game told me at the beginning of the game like like oh okay you've unlocked another gun there are eight guns in the game eight. <laughs> like, what? there's eight, eight guns <laughs> eight, eight guns. guns in the entire game borderlands okay. is more customizing though rather than yeah actual that many guns but i don't care about eight million guns was one of them fun because it's like we talked about oh last week was it on air or off air we talked about like being apprehensive playing open world games and i kind of like stick to the gun that i've been kind of given and mm. like even though i know it's the medium gun i'm kind of like i'm okay with this yeah. one because i'm used to shooting with it because the overpowered one takes too long to reload and stuff like yeah. that but yeah i don't know rage 2 it was just i'm glad that i've kind of went on this whole do i need sniper elite for the switch hmm let's go and play sniper elite 3 yes it's fun but after half an hour, I've turned this off. So if I'd been on this all my God, so good. Same with Saints Row. I've done it recently with that as well. By Saints Row, it's like, do I need to buy this? Let's play that. And that's one thing that's handy with Game Pass, you know? Like, you could have went on mm-hmm. and played. Definitely. Is Rage not in Game Pass? I'm sure it is. Um, it probably is, yeah. Or I've yeah, got yeah. it on Gold or something. You could have jumped in and tried Rage and went, do you know what? This is not the game for me, even with a splash of pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what probably, this is yeah. like. It's a shame. But I'm I'm very surprised that like you're Captain PlayStation for this show. I'm mm-hmm. very supply surprised supplies. I'm very surprised that you didn't go for Days Gone, especially now it's maybe a wee bit cheaper. Yeah, I mean it's not cheaper like from work, like it's still like full price. Is it really? Um, I mean, I, I know it's yeah, still it's, at number two. It's like forty eight. I think it's worth it. Like I, I played small bits of it this week. I didn't play a lot, you know, that way when I was just because oh, I bought Life is Strange. Like I was kind of, I don't make drunk purchases anymore because I don't get drunk. I was just more tired sitting in the couch. Like, I, th- hmm. I think what it is is like because I picked up a Plague Tale. Like uh, that's uh-huh. definitely like a serious game. Sure, uh, it's more 2, fun. And Rage Two is one hundred percent not a serious game. Like it's like big, big Central, dumb fun kind of thing. But it's Central not Four is on yet. Game Pass handy again. Like, you need to get into this mind of thinking. I, I mean, I've I've played Central Four already as much as I'm going to play it, so I'm not gonna. I don't need to go back for that. Crackdown I mean, I've got. You've not finished. I've got. Go. Yeah, I know. I've got so many games that I could go back to. Is Crackdown three? Here's a measuring stick. Is Crackdown three better? Um, I would say I definitely had more fun in Crackdown three than I have had That's in this so far. What matters? Yeah. It doesn't matter about critically. Blah blah. blah. You've said you can't find a Crackdown three. I guarantee you know what the story is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it isn't. It's a simple story. Fair, <laughs> to be fair, the story is probably about a long. Crackdown Three is probably about the same sort of level of story as like this, and it's almost non-existent. Like, oh, there's there's people who go kill them. Okay. This is like, there's people who go find them. Okay. Yeah, Crackdown Three is more like kill the agency, get wiped out. The sort of gun. Yeah. You, you do need to know the ins and out, but they're pollute over all the districts, and you need to clear the districts. Go for an agent. 
that's all a fun game needs to have story-wise. Don't get me wrong, GTA 5 is the opposite end of the scale where it is fun, but it's got like a superb fucking story. Like mm. GTA 6, I will be day one. I don't give a shit about trailers. I don't give a shit about what happens in it. I'm buying that game day one. Like GTA 5, did we get it day one? Was it a drunk purchase? Yeah, I don't know if it was day one, but it was like right about launch window anyway. Launched in, and I, oh, and I know you were off Grand Theft Auto. You didn't like any of the 3D Grand Theft Autos before that. And just the story in that. So see, when an open world game provides you with story, that's mm-hmm. what separates it from the rest of the pack, I think. Like, yep. having fun is okay if it's extremely fun. Like, Crackdown 3, I definitely do want to get back into that. I, I, I want to play more, like, multiplayer-style stuff with you. Like, and obviously to get synced up with times to do that. And Fraser, like, for some reason, shat all over that game, really didn't like it. Mm. Um, but he doesn't like fun, it seems, because, I mean, he bought <laughs> Anthem, sticks by it, but doesn't talk about it a lot. He also bought a, a Mate Pro, rest in peace, wowie. <laughs> but, like, um, honestly, like, when you when you hear about a game like this, Rage 2 is a quote-unquote AAA title. They've done such a superb job. I mean, I think the only thing they've done right was hired the right PR department. By yeah, the marketing was great, yeah. Such a good marketing campaign. But I'm kind of glad that, and I think we to that well you don't need to but i think it's a good rule you've got game pass download a similar game just cause three's on game pass andy yeah uh, uh, just cause four's on game pass as well oh the new one is yeah in fact i don't think just cause three is just cause four is on game pass though did i brush over this fact why have i not downloaded it to try yeah, I don't know. Uh, just Cause 4's there. Um, you might have mistaken it for Just Cause 3, but 4's there. Uh, I've got 3 on huh. uh, Plus from a while back on PlayStation. It's Just Cause 4 the one that you said you hurricane It's the one with the hurricanes and all that in it. Ah. I might download that just try, but you know, anyway. right? I, I would have been better playing that. You're 100% right. It's probably got better yeah. story as well. Yeah, yeah. That's my whole point. Like, the Game Pass has just opened up this whole new avenue. Like when you're like me and you, and you, we're greedy for games. We are. We both love playing every new game that's possible, even whether it's like, I don't want this game, but I'm going to buy it. And it's very seldom that we're like, oh my god, I impulse bought this game and it's so good. Like one out of ten that happens. Like mm. I would say Days Gone wasn't an impulse buy for me. It was a slow burn, and it seems like it's going to be a slow burn game. I wouldn't say it's like gratification fun. It's not that sort of moral. So I get why you went for a more fun game out of like your um your plague game because like anything to make the plague a wee bit like more fun i mean i mean that's like a plague tale like um i'm definitely having fun with it like but it's not like it's a different type of fun fun. you're enjoying the story and yeah yeah yeah. whereas like an open world game that's bland is just gonna die in its ass that's all it's Mm. gonna do like borderlands at least is co-op like or like multiplayer co-op does this have that no no co-op Single player only. And this game, this game will absolutely price crash. I would expect it to be twenty quid within a month. Oh, it'll be twenty four ninety nine by next week. I, on, mm-hmm. I honestly, genuinely think, like maybe not next week. So give it two weeks. I think it'll be twenty four ninety nine and like as then places like that, and then it'll drop down mm-hmm. to like thirty on Amazon, and that that's where it'll stay. And you'll get it probably twenty pound, fifteen pound this year in Black Friday easily. I don't, yep. I don't fancy it now, and you've just kind of confirmed it. Like the certain games where I love, that I know you won't, and the certain games that I hate, but see the minute I play it, I'm like, Andy's going to love this. Yeah, this game's kind of one in the middle for, me. and the fact that you don't like it means that I'm definitely not. 
it's not even that I don't like it. Like it's just like it's you don't like it doing much for me. Like <laughs> then you don't like it. That's like saying I'm force myself to go to karate class because mum wants me to. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna play it again tomorrow night. And, <coughs> and if I don't enjoy my time playing on it tomorrow night, then I'll just trade it. You that, know, you obviously you're, you're in a better situation than me because, like, we take we always have work tech shops. Well, apart from when you were in the garage, but since you've come back into the world of work, like you've worked with tech, you work in a multiple tech shop though with uh, media as well. Whereas I've just moved on to the phone industry. Like, you've got the luxury of having a voucher and using your discount for games. So the good thing with you is you can transfer that back to a voucher and get the next big thing for yep. me these days yeah sure i've got that option with you but it's a long laborious process of when you're next down in there Andy. <laughs> so <laughs> i generally don't because nelson nelson I, I don't often catch in the shop because he, he kind of tends to work different shifts for me it seems mm. i don't know what's what's going on my shift, so i, I can't always do that there but it, it's kind of good the way that you can test the work for me i kind of have to rely on game pass and like my mm. own power of let's try this game first you can't afford that because we need a house by the end of the year. And the wife yeah. Um, but the, the likes of Detective Pikachu was one that I wanted. And like, we'd, we'd done well this month. And like, Tash gets paid to like the end of the week. So it's like, I'm going to get Detective Pikachu because I really fucking want it. And like, I don't, like, that's the weird thing is like the way that I class games now. It's like, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I don't buy cider every night. So like, mm. The money difference. I didn't drink that much, listeners, but like the the money difference, even from like six pound every other night, you know, to buy a packet of cider or something, mm. it's incredible how it adds up. So like, I can buy games now and then. I'm not saying I can buy every game, but because I'm trying to save, that's the main reason. Once I've got a house and everything, it's all settled. Mm. Or oh, trust me, game on back again. Like I'll probably <laughs> sit with Rage Three, but um, no, for for just now, it's like pick and choose your times and. Like things like Detective Pikachu, I know it's a completely different world from Rage. It's a Nintendo game. I'm absolutely loving it, and I know it's digital, and I'll never be able to trade it. But you know, I've kind of turned full on digital. I can't remember the mm. last physical game I actually bought, apart from Days Gone, because I could not turn that down that deal when I bought Assassin's Creed Odyssey. The 23rd of December, I was out doing Christmas shop. I was messaging you, and I seen it on the shelf, and I picked it up. I hadn't even took it out of cellophane, and they were off. Trade that in on the Xbox and get Days Days Gone and PlayStation Four for twenty five quid the same week it mm. came out. That's a bargain. That's a good so, deal, man. Yeah, the, um, I, th- I think it's just because I, like, I got paid like that like last week, and uh, these were the two new games that came out: Plague Tale and uh, and Rage. Did you Tale. buy it new like, or did ah, you get it? Work? You no, no, I got it. I got it new. No, no, I got it new from uh, from Curry's from that deal. So you, oh, of course you did. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah. oh, was getting. Because, I mean, games... That's, do you know I think it's weird, though, games this cycle? Like, PS3 games were £60 day one. Mm, yep. You know, here they were £50. And then they kind of done the PlayStation 3 thing where, like, mid-life of the PS4, they went to about £40. And now they yep. went back up to £50. Like, yeah, do you know I think like, that's a weird it's, turn? It's between 45 and 50 like, yeah. for most games. But do you like, not remember, like, two, mm. three, 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 four years ago? Quid. Yeah. Yeah, they were like 40 and then they've gone up to 50. I think that's PlayStation sort of pricing the way they've done it. Or like Xbox as well. Xbox as well, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But the one thing about will, anyway, we'll finish up the show just as Andy's played anything else. No, I didn't play anything else. Right, so we'll finish up. But the last thing I wanted to just comment on that I forgot to mention earlier is I was looking at the PlayStation 4 Pro comparison of graphics to Sonic Team Racing on the Switch. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I didn't see much difference. I know the same 30 frames per second, 60 frames per second. I didn't see much difference. Like, you know that sometimes that you've seen a Blu-ray and you buy it in 4K and you're like, I don't see much difference. It was kind of like that. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, there are some 4Ks that's like, holy fuck, look at that. Like, I can imagine films like Avatar or like Pokemon when it comes out will look superb in 4K. But like, when I seen Sonic Team Racing, even the 30 frames per second, the folk that go nuts about that online, I was like watching them side by side. I think I sent you the video as well. It's like, I can't... Maybe slightly on the PS4 Pro has it, but the PS4 Pro should be blowing the Switch out of the water, but it just shows yeah. you that some some games run just as fine on the Switch. So um, even though it's dearer, I will be getting Sonic Team Racing on the Switch. I know that's completely separate, but I just remembered that. It's, it's slightly dearer, but I think I'll be buying that physical. I think I'll be buying it physical, just in case the tracks aren't to scratch. Yeah, I mean, I'll, like I'll, I will buy physical because it fits into my collection, yeah. so... Anyway, we'll leave it there. Um, thanks very much for listening. Are you in our show or listen to our show? Um, in an hour's time, if you're listening live, you'll be 15 minutes away from listening to the B team with Chip Silla and the rest of the guys. Give them a listen as well. Tell them we said hello. Um, on behalf of myself and Andy, we'll be back next week with more rats and shit games. If you're listening to Andy, but <laughs> thanks very much for listening, folks. Um, peace out.